Hello and welcome everybody to the Melomancy Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the, uh, the stuff. My name is Dylan. <laughs> My name is Stuff. <laughs> and I'm the other. King of the cantaloupes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I sometimes go by victim, but I don't know. So nah. it's, we're, we're back in the, the virtual studio with, uh, you know, myself, Rick, and Vic, uh, you know, listeners, probably re uh, realized in the last episode we had a bit of an event that was kind of fun uh i want to talk about it since vic wasn't there and i don't think you went back to listen to it but um so i actually meant to i forgot it's all it's, good it was a long one to be fair yeah you missed all the fun stuff like uh hydro with the genshin impact smasher pass uh, but anyway <laughs> oh <laughs> so, maybe i will go back and watch it yeah it was long uh, I got a little tipsy, uh, but basically what happened was, is we leveraged Discord. Again, I hate Discord, but it was helpful this time. Um, I'll admit. So I, what we did, I used their little event feature and I was like, Hey, uh, we're going to record in the Discord voice channel this time, the next episode and just do it that way. And, uh, we did, and we had like, like three, four people show up, um, that was fun. Uh, it was uh, Hell's Hydro, and then, of course, Irony, also known as Destiny, my wife. Uh, she was on that episode, so um, that was cool. It was fun. We talked about... Cameoing from your other podcast. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> she was in the seat next to me, and we made it work. Um, yes. Great D &D practice cast. for... Yeah. We talked about D&D &D stories. We talked about HeroCraft. We talked about all manner of stuff. I, I don't even have... I, I don't even think I can quantify... All the stuff we talked about, though you were real confused, victim, the night after because I had linked to um, a, a game on itch called uh, yep. Heroes Harem Guild, which is a porn game. And yeah, you're I like, literally said, you're like, how did this happen? Why are you posting this in our public not NSFW uh, uh, channel? I was like, what the fuck happened? Where you're posting <laughs> I mean, hentai in the public channel? No, don't worry, Vic. It looks like a actually decent game. That's the <laughs> that's the weird you thing. Said, I, I hate plot. It's actually funny because I have this rant. Uh, and I think actually, I, I don't even mean to segue into this, but we can if you want, Dylan. But oh, do it. Um, do it. I fucking hate the the duality of why I hate nudity, or not even nudity. Nudity's okay uh, sometimes, but like like sexuality in media. And thinking to it, it's like you know what? It could be the fucking greatest game on the world in the world. It's like isn't it's just awkward to me, man. It's like. I've always been the kind of guy that wants it separate. It's like Pornhub's right there. I can, I can, mm -hmm. I know, I know how to Google it. I know where to find naked ladies if that's what I'm after. But it's like I don't know when I'm playing a game. It's like mm -hmm. I don't need any dongs or boobs or anything. You know, it's like mm -hmm. leave that. I have some good news for you, victim. Um, if you on in Cyberpunk 2077, the mission that you're on has a sex scene, and you know that. Yeah. You, yeah. Your game crashed and you haven't played it since. Um, but uh, after that scene. Assuming you don't, uh, you're you're faithful to Pan Am and you don't go ever go don't go after the other romance option, which isn't available to Act Three. Um, there is no other sex scenes of the game. That's the last good, one. Good, yeah. There's another scene that like is almost a sex scene. It like it the, the animation looks like one, but they never get to it. Like something happens, right? It's actually okay. quite humorous. Uh, but there's no more like nudity like sex scene after that scene. Like that's the end. No more. Yeah, for, for our listeners, uh, the, 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 the reason why I said this would segue is because it literally... I mean, it wasn't the the reason why I stopped streaming that day. I was more pissed off that the game crashed. 
Mm. It fucked me so hard. You tried to pause and, it so you can like fuck with your stream settings or something, right? Like, yeah, I was just gonna get it off screen because, like, again, I'm not a prude. I know I say this every time. I really don't want people thinking that for whatever reason. I don't know why that's like the first thing that comes to mind is like, guys, I don't, I don't hate sex. I just, I like it separate. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. It's like you don't, you, you don't, you don't go to the fancy restaurant to bang your wife on the table. If you do, that's <laughs> no. kind of weird. I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna come out and say it. That's fucking weird. No, that- well, if you do that, she becomes our wife, and that's yeah. Fine. I suppose that's a fair point. Yeah, <laughs> but anyways, the kind of I guess the point, right? Is like, I like the separation, and for a stream, it's just awkward. It's awkward as fuck to sit there with like ten other people, and they're just as a sex scene playing. It's like, hey guys, how's it going? Well, right, <laughs> like, you she's don't hot, right? Work with your friends. Yeah, it's weird, mm-hmm. and so like again, it's like I don't care that it's there. Mm-hmm. It just it's just awkward. And so I, I panicked, tried to get it off screen. I thought it was off screen. It wasn't. I had to alt-tab back and forth twice, and then the game froze. Apparently it didn't freeze on my stream, which is weird. Yeah, I was there. I no idea <laughs> what the fuck caused that. I don't know if I brought up, like, an extra scene. Someone mentioned it to me earlier um, that Yazo might have come up, which I think is not true, but I, I don't know. Well, fucked up. Side. And then mm-hmm. I played for, like, five minutes later, and it just crashed. Hard yeah. crash. Well, on the plus side, Vic... <laughs> That means you get to replay arguably the best action mission in the game. That's actually where it crashed. I killed I like two dudes, crouched, and then boom, just gone. Nah, um, big tank is the best tank. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I, I, I didn't. Uh, I made, I made mention to it tonight. Actually, funny enough, I didn't stop playing the game because of that reason. Even though it was something that was looming over me, like I was like, ah, I'm gonna have to fucking do that. I got to deal with that. But I just. I health issues, man. Yeah. Back to back fucking health issues. I, I haven't even felt like streaming. Like, I can always mm-hmm. play Genshin. It's always there. That's actually why I've been streaming. And I, I usually use it as my get back into streaming whenever I take mm-hmm. like an extended period of time away. But, um, I couldn't even do that. Fuck. Yeah. Well, and in fairness, I also distracted Vic a little bit with uh, another game. Oh yeah, I mean we were, we were playing Marauders and we were playing. Oh yeah, um, yeah. We'll talk about that last time. Yeah, Diesel Punk, Tarkov, Space Tarkov, if of sorts. Although yeah. it is a different game than Tarkov, it's just inevitably going to be compared to Tarkov. I think it fits mm. the same niche. It just does it in a different mm-hmm. way. Yeah, it, yeah, it's related. They're cut from the same cloth. They're definitely direct competitors, but and, yeah. And I would sign up for that open beta, and I would try to get it running on Linux, but I. I, I can't commit to that at the moment. So oh. what happened was, and I'm gonna—I want to talk more about this later. But I hacked. I, oh, what was that? I interrupted you. Oh no, I was saying what had happened was. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so what had happened was, I—I uh, I hacked my Vita, and that was cool. And I loaded up a bunch of PS1 and PSP games on it that fit on the memory card. I was really excited to get into those, but then. Um, I got distracted with uh, some ads I was seeing on the internet for this this gotcha game that looked fun. It's called PGR, or Punishing Grey Raven, right? Um, oh, yes. It's yes. very pretty, and the first chapter is very fun. But then I went and looked up, like, an endgame boss, and uh, that did not look fun. And I was like, hmm. Oh, I don't like where this is going. It looks pretty. It reminds me of Scarlet Nexus, but... Scarlet Nexus is a better game. I could just replay Scarlet Nexus. There's a whole other campaign I didn't do because Scarlet yeah. Nexus has two protagonists that are voiced and have different paths. Yeah. So it's like I could just replay Scarlet Nexus. I don't need to be doing this. And I, ended I up forget who it was, but you could play. There's like, game. 
there's a big industry person that worked on Punishing Great Raven. Well, like, it, it's I in mean, the news now because they, they recently had their one-year anniversary and they did a collaboration with Nier Automata. Yeah, but someone... <laughs> like, they had, like they have overlap in staff for that. I, mm-hmm. I, you know what? I could try to Google it. I'm, I don't know what the fuck I typed it. Well, okay. since we said Nier Automata... <laughs> and Nier Automata's in the news seg- for other reasons. Oh, my goodness. A lot of segues today. I... I, I mean, we can mean we to... can double back to anything if you guys want later on. Like, I don't I don't mind. Well, let me let me issues, finish my point. Let me finish but... my point, or I'm gonna lose it. So, you're good. so then there was the punishing gray raven. I ended up uninstalling that, right? And then, um, you know, we had the episode last week or the week before last, um, two weeks ago, whatever. Um, and in that episode, I was talking about how I went to go install, um. I forget the name of the game now, but it's like that Metal Gear Solid style game that was made in seven days, and you play as like an anthropomorphic snake man. That's hilarious, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, as soon as I got to itch, I got curious, because I was like, hey, this game has a like a native Linux version. I was like, how many other like small-time indie games have a native Linux version, and how do I and I could sort them by score? And I was like, let's try that. What's a, What are people downloading? And they're almost all porn games. Uh, but like one of them oh. caught my eye. That's the one I linked in the chat. The the Hero Harem's Guild, or Heroes Harem Guild. And I was like morbidly curious because it was made in Koikatsu, right? And I was like, I recognize those animations. People use that software for all kinds of shit. And it's like, okay, I'll bite. Usually porn. As a joke, I'll bite. Usually, usually it's used to make porn. I mean, isn't that the one that they that all those uh, Persona Five parodies were happening in? Like where they're yes. like using the Persona Five characters to do different yeah. sketches. Yeah. Yes. It's I mean, an animation engine that lets you import models and do all kinds of stuff. Yeah, it, it, it's basically MMD, but you can do more with it, from my understanding. Yeah, so I was morbidly curious, and I was like, all right, I will give it a try, and I'll probably just laugh for a night and and delete it. But uh, the story was genuinely interesting, and there's not a private part or a sex scene for a whole, like, two and a half hours, three hours before. And, and the, the plot was, like, actually interesting. Like, it's a parody of, like, um, all those different harem animes out there. So it's, like, it's full of cliché, but it's really self-aware. And Mm. part of that, like, self-aware, cliché, like, satire that they were going for, I thought was, like, deeply hilarious. And, like, I I kept, like, like belly laughing. It was so fucking funny. And I was like, all right, I'm going to see it through to the end. I ended up spending, like, multiple nights just, like, playing through it. And getting to the end of the version that they're on. There's, like, another version coming this year sometime that's going to have, like, twice as much shit um, hmm. to continue the story. But, like, the story was actually really interesting, and I was I didn't expect that at all. Like, it was better than it had any right to be. And I know I've said that about a lot of games in the past, but, like, this was, like, a, a one-person dude making, like, his dream porn game. And it's, like, this is better than it has any right to be. Like, well. I, I can't believe I, I can't believe this. I can't believe what I'm seeing. And then, as soon as I beat that, fucking Xenoblade comes out. So, let me tell you about Xenoblade. So, uh, it's been out for, like, I think two or three days now. Um, Xenoblade Chronicles 3, specifically, is what we're talking about. Uh, And Victim, you know, you you and I, we played Xenoblade Chronicles 2. I played it first. You played it on stream. I watched you play through it. It was amazing. It was the closest thing I'll ever get to watching it for the first time again. And then, Rick, you watched several of the cutscenes live as I was progressing through the game. Yeah. Because um, you would come over every once in a while, and I would just go through the event theater and just rewatch the cutscenes I'd already seen. Absolutely. Catch up to familiar. speed and then play the game. Um, and this game, 
I have some first impressions. This is going to be totally spoiler-free. And also, it's going to be uh, impression-free. Well, I mean, they're first impressions, but... Um, Stuff that people don't consider spoilers, I'm not going to mention that shit either, because I went in blind, and I want Victim, you, you want to go in blind too, so I know you're avoiding everything about this game. Uh, but I have a couple of, of thoughts, um, and... Hey, I've seen a picture of one of them. <laughs> they're not robotic this time around. Yeah, well, uh, there's a lot to say about what's going on in this world. So the only thing that we knew going in before the game came out is that it's a sequel, Right. It's not Xenoblade Chronicles X, where it's off in its own universe. It's a fucking sequel, right? It's and, the first of its kind. And also, you got to consider Xenoblade 1 and 2. Xenoblade 1 was remade on the Switch, and Xenoblade 2 was originally on the Switch. Xenoblade 2, at the end of their DLC expansion pass, uh, they released a straight-up expansion game that you start at level 1, and it's a totally its own thing that is a prequel, right? And then when they re-released Xenoblade 1 on the Switch with the graphics overhaul that they did, uh, but also maintaining faithful to the game's controls, as archaic as I think they are, um, Xenoblade Chronicles 1 also had a sequel uh, like tacked on the end of similar length, right? It was called Future Connected. I didn't play that. <laughs> I looked up a summary. Um, and all we know is that at the end of Xenoblade Chronicles 1 and its expansion, Future Connected, there's this new world, new land, and we know at the end of Xenoblade Chronicles 2, there's new world, new land, right? Are they in the same universe? I don't fucking know. I'm not actually certain. And neither game makes that clear. And the start of the third one doesn't make that clear either. <laughs> Good. I just, I I just mean, can't that, wait until you have to kill Mithra. To. I, I don't know, man. Lo- the fan, fans will love that, man. I, Boss fight where you skewer good. I thought it was going to be full of throwbacks and just a bunch of like, ah, oh, I know who that is. Uh, no. None of that, actually. I mean, a little bit, but not really. Also, um, it's a very fucked up world that they live in. And, like, I had this sinking feeling, because there's a lot of cutscenes at the beginning. Um, So, take Xenoblade Chronicles 2, for example, in the way it starts. Like, they give you an explainer of the world. They live on, all the humans live on the backs of Titans, and there's very few of them. They're dying out. You have Rex and his, like, grandpa, Titan man, whatever, right? There's lots of exposition about the state of the world. But the characters in Xenoblade Chronicles 3 are not aware of the state of the world. In fact, it is hidden from them deliberately by a corrupt system that they live under, right? And so the player, whether they have previous knowledge, having played the previous games or not, is as oblivious as the characters are, right? And that is intentional. And things are being revealed over time as the characters learn over time like, the truth behind, like, what the fuck is going on with this world that they live in? Because, like, I have a lot of burning questions that I was hoping would be answered in the first five minutes. Are we on the land seen at the end of Xenoblade 1? Are we on the Titan conglomerate land seen at the end of Xenoblade 2? It's not fucking clear. Yet. I'm still in Chapter 1. I'm, like, 15 hours in. Uh, (laughs) It's very long. Um, Well, I mean, if if it's anything to look at what recent um, Nintendo JRPGs have been. We're looking at somewhere in the range of 120 to like 360 hours. Yeah. That's very believable. Although I think online, a lot of people have already started stipulating it's like somewhere between 60 and 80. That's usually wrong. That's oh. that's usually very fucking wrong. Th- those are not completionist day, so... numbers. <laughs> no, not even, not even that. That's like, that's like if you skip the cutscenes. Mm-hmm. And the dialogue, it's like, 
you're probably looking at much longer than that, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like people to this day still say Elden Ring is only thirty hours. I'm like thirty hours in what fucking world? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a hundred and twenty, unless you're like a speedrunner and you were born you born out the womb of God at the game or something. But right. So I have a couple more uh, spoiler-free thoughts about uh, Xenoblade Three. So you know how? Um, excuse me. I'm burping. <laughs> you know how... Me too, uh, don't worry about it. You're good. I didn't really like the gameplay in Xenoblade 1, and I wasn't really inspired to f- go the distance to finish the remake. Uh, but I really, really like Xenoblade 2's combat. It kind of grows on you. Sometimes like a cancer, and it just builds up slowly over time until you have like a really satisfying uh, rhythm, right? Like, you remember the difference between Chapter 1 gameplay and Chapter 10 gameplay, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, it, it's like a different game at that point. So everything good about Xenoblade 2's gameplay is present in chapter fucking one of this game. And they still introduce it slow, but it's a lot faster, right? Like, not over big swaths of the game. Instead, it's like uh, between objectives in the first chapter. They uh, Between objectives in the first chapter, they unlock system after system until you reach really close to feature parity with Xenoblade 2. Um, okay. Yeah, I think Epstray was just telling me a bit about that and how... Yeah. It works like that, yeah. And then as soon as you plateau at this understanding of, oh, yeah, I know how to do break, topple, launch, smash. Like, yeah, I, I remember that, right? And I'm given the tools in Chapter 1 to perform these combos. I was like, oh, this game's going to be easy. They expected me to figure this stuff they, out later. No, they, no, that's not true. <laughs> they, ex- they they hit you with the shit out of the gate. I they, see. they want you Damn. to know all the tools now, so uh, you have no excuse no. to suck later. That's not quite the case, actually. They give me all the oh. tools from the last game rather oh, quickly. So they, and then they layer on new stuff. You know, <laughs> this is probably one of the first times I can think of where they're not like, so you know what? All that ag- stuff that you had before, fuck it all. It's gone. Talking to you, Metroid. <laughs> or Castlevania. Um, no, I, I do have to point out that the, um, the combat... Uh, it, it does remind me a little bit of Xenoblade Chronicles 1 uh, in the fact that, like, in Xenoblade Chronicles 2, you had drivers and blades, and that was a very, like, important dichotomy, and every driver had three blades, right? Um, yep. That was, like, an important thing. Uh, whereas in Xenoblade Chronicles 3, um, that's not what's happening. Like, each character just has a class and a weapon, kind of like Xenoblade Chronicles 1. Um well, that makes more sense, unless we're right. going back. Well, it was it's something to stipulate, too. We already found out in Torna that that whole fighting system was more of a like a norm that had been set in place, not so much mm-hmm. how it had to be. So Yeah, they that, kind of like that, that invented makes sense, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's like, I, I'm very familiar with the lore of Xenoblade Chronicles 2 and the rules of their universe and how things were, right? But, like, I don't see them replicated in Xenoblade Chronicles 3. And every time I get worried that they got lazy and they are ignoring the lore or retconning stuff, like, something from Xenoblade Chronicles 2 kind of shines through. And it's like, oh, something's fucked up right now. We're probably going to have to go fix it. Right? Like, there's an explanation for why things are kind of fucked up and not like how I expect them to be. And the, the, the player characters are none the wiser because, like, their whole life's been like this. They don't know any better. Right? And I, the player, whether you've played the old games or not, you're learning along with them because things are so fucking off that you can't really predict how this happened. Like, I keep theorizing what's going to happen next, and I keep getting it wrong. I got it right a couple times, but, like, it's genuinely hard to predict 
what's going to happen. Again, I'm only in chapter one, but I'm a lot of hours in, right? Um, also, the yeah. complexity, I love it. Like, um, you, so you get the three attacks and the special, just like in Xenoblade Chronicles 2, but then, like, as you unlock more classes and you master their abilities, like, you get abilities on the left-hand side of the screen for up, left, and down arrow buttons, right? And all of a sudden, now you have eight, t- six arts and two specials, right? And and then they have more systems, and the party is seven people in it, and they're all on screen at the same time. <laughs> and That's you can cool. you could swap them at any time, and you can revive them with a healer only at any time without having to spend some weird corner of the screen resource that doesn't recharge fast. Um, like, you're expected to die more often and revive them. Uh, and it's like, there's just more going on. Like, everything good about Xenoblade Chronicles 2 and their expansion, the combat, is like present and better in this new one and i'm all for it like the story could be ass and i'm still gonna enjoy the gameplay but so far the story is intriguing but i'm still learning more and i'll be very disappointed if all my questions aren't answered but i suspect that they will be and i very cautiously risked life and limb going to the subreddit uh and luckily the subreddit they're really good at spoiler tagging so i didn't spoil anything for myself but i was able to get a couple of first impressions from some other players uh, as well as some people that gave their spoiler three free thoughts late in the game. And um, it looks like there's good times ahead for me, right? Like, a lot of people are praising that that liked Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Our people, right? Um, yeah, our people. Not, not those not, people. Not those brain-dead journalists that only played the first 40 hours and said it was bad, right? Um, yeah. Because they were on a schedule. But people that actually played Xenoblade Chronicles 2, I think everyone that finished it probably liked it. Because that game was a wild ride. And some of the hypest shit you'll ever see. Right, um, and people that lived our experience and played that fucking game and said, "Yeah, this RPG is the bee's knees," like they like this game too, and so that gives me a little bit of hope. I don't know if it's gonna be better, story-wise. It's kind of hard. It's a high bar because Xenoblade Chronicles Two is very special to me. Right, that game is better than it has any right to be. Much like that other game. <laughs> oh man, this is. Uh, I'm kidding. This is one of Dylan's <laughs> most repeated phrases, listener. Don't worry. You know, maybe it's that, an important phrase, though. That would make a great episode title. <laughs> anyway, um, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 so far, uh, it gets my stamp of approval, but you don't need to hear it from me. Because, you know, much like Star Wars, right? If you are interested in Xenoblade, this is probably... You're probably playing it right now like I am, or it's near the top of your backlog like a victim, right? Um, you don't need to be convinced to play this. <laughs> like... Yeah, I'm looking at it right now, too. Uh, Bluns is just infatuated with the game, and I'm I'm, I'm certain... You trust his he opinion, because just... he, he, fla- uh, he, he, you know, talked about Xenoblade Chronicles 2 and, pra- and he, he he covered it as a content creator, and it's like a single-player yeah. RPG. Yeah. That's so hard to do, right? Like, Warframe content creators have it easy, because all they have to do is pump out a couple of regular videos and then something fun every once in a while for a live-service game that never ends. But, like when it comes to an RPG, like once the hype dies down, it's like, do you keep going? And that dude kind of did. Right. So did Enel. I mean, I mean, up until the fucking release of this, he still was right. So, yeah, which is crazy. What a wild, what, what a mad madman. And, uh, so, but, he loves yeah, it. I, I trust his opinion and he's had nothing but praise. So, yeah. Like That's I'm super excited to see where the story goes. Like if we didn't record tonight, I'd be playing it right now. And if this episode ends up being short, I'm going to play it after this episode. <laughs> Probably not, though. Um, yeah, I um, I really need to 
catch up. I mean, I have I have so much to go through, honestly. From fucking, I need to, I need to play DE. I, I I I would I would watch it, but why not? I, I already have a stream that's built around this fucking entire idea. Might mm. as well just fucking play the game, right? Yeah, and Zelda Chronicles um, Two was good to you, like stream wise, right? Yeah. So it's like I mean, you could almost play every DE, but like I couldn't stomach it. Like it's pretty, but it's a whole ass three hundred hour RPG. Like they didn't cut any corners. It's it's literally yeah. the same game remade. And I just Fuck it. I didn't have that much time to prepare we for go. the game I wanted to play. But yeah, I mean, I also need to go through Replicant as well. Yes, you do. Um, um, I suppose we could talk about that now if you want. Yeah. So so okay. let, let's hear about Nier. So you haven't played Replicant yet, but uh, Nier Automata for some reason was in the news recently. Yeah. So I feel like we're at a point where it, it's hard for me to say that like. You may not have heard because honestly, it's it's been everywhere. If you use Reddit, it's been it was in the fucking front page of Reddit. Uh, if you were for a five year old game that is of niche interest, yeah, it, it, like it was all over Twitter for a bit. I think it trended several days in a row. It was it was all over YouTube. People fucking stealing videos from the Discord just to fucking put up there and shit, which was funny. We were making fun of them in the Discord. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, yeah. So uh, I guess for like the Cliff Notes version for everybody, the um, there was a door that had been posted about about a what about a month and a bit ago from now, um, or two months or so from now, uh, prior, and it was like this weird thing, and everyone's like, "Wait, what?" So they started looking for this shit until a video popped up that showed a dude opening a door and running down to this church. Yeah, so let me, let me rephrase for the people who have actually played Nier, right? So there's this area, right? It's called the Copied City. It's got a really weird, like, um, style to it. And so this guy, a couple months ago that you mentioned, he's just like, hey, how do I get to... Uh, my friend can't get into the church. How do you get into the church? And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. And then a couple months later, he drops this video where he's in the Copied City playing his A2, and he just walks up to this wall. There's no door on this wall, but there's a prompt. He opens it, and, like, a... a a door appears and he walks through it and it looks like part of the game seamless. Right. And like everyone's thinking cut content. Everyone's thinking, did we just miss a secret? Right. Yeah. Like you mentioned, it was on like 1.0. Someone's like, Oh, no one's combed 1.0. So everyone went to comb 1.0 myself included. I saw this and like, yeah, fuck it. Why not? So I joined their discord, booted up um, my, my copy found out the steam version. Can't go back to 1.0. Fuck me, I guess. Uh, yep. <laughs> but it wasn't there. Uh, the, the, I guess the, to kind of spoil this all, it, it was a mod. But they waited like a long time to release it. Um, yeah, and the like, reveal they, was so this, cool. This guy, his username was Sad Futago, and like everyone just kept obsessing. Futago over means him. twin, by the way. That's funny. Like, but this guy, right? Like he kept posting. It sounded like English wasn't his first language. Um, that was probably. He tried to purpose. say he was French Canadian. That's funny. That's actually how I got hey. involved. I'm like, oh, I live nearby. Before we realized that they were trying to pretend he was a kid, he's like, oh shit, I live nearby. And I was like, you know, I was like, you know what, guys? They they were talking about pooling money together to buy his PS4 because they were that invested. I'm like, I live nearby. Because they took a video <laughs> of him playing on a PS4 and then opening the door, and it's like, oh my god, yeah, real. Yeah. And so. Every time this guy posts, like, he would get, like, a bunch of upvotes and a bunch of replies, and people were just obsessing over him. Like, like it was, it reminded me of Twitch Plays Pokemon and the way people got, like, in a frenzy about every little thing that happened in that playthrough. 
Yeah. Great Helix. Exactly. It was just like that, except shorter. <laughs> it was it was really fun being in the Discord though the modding Discord they they ended up being really chill people too like genuinely cool people and then just recording the live reaction of everybody fucking flipping their shit every time a new update would pop up was so funny mm-hmm. the chat would just go like the, like the text chat would go but then the voice chat would just become an, an unintelligible mess of fucking voices of people just cheering and like everyone peeking at the same fucking time. <laughs> And it's so funny because so funny. So he shows the door to the church and in the church inside, and they're like, "Is there more?" And then he like he shows more, and it's like, "Oh, there's a boss in here, and it kills me." And they're like, "Oh my god, a boss we didn't know about." And the move set kind of looks like near from yeah. near replicant, which was cool. Um, like it looked like cut content because whoever put this together had a knowledge of the game because this church right resembles an area in the first game. And there's, like, a statue of, like, a girl with a flower, like, like dead on a table. And in a locked chest next to it is the, the document for the medical report for Yona, which is, it's in near Automata, just elsewhere. It's in a tower. Yeah. Right. And it's like, okay, this is a near replicant reference. And that boss moves and fights like Nier does a little bit. And then eventually he finally beats the boss in another post. And shows that there is a a like a bird fountain thing that is just like the one in Replicant, and it's asking him a bunch of questions, but it's in Japanese or Korean or something. He wasn't sure. Um, Funny enough, uh, real quick before we put, pat, push past that part, yeah. Apparently, it wasn't supposed to be Japanese. That was them fucking up. They accidentally copied the wrong text files. Well, <laughs> and they just ran with it because they didn't have enough time to fix it. Yeah, I mean, that was the only choice at that moment in time. Yeah, it's so yeah. funny. And so they post a video of him answering the questions, and he gets it wrong, and he gets teleported back to the front. But that's the behavior of that same puzzle in Near Replicant, where the you talk to the thing, and a voice from like the, the, the ceiling is just like, you answer this question, and it's a very specific answer to get through. And, they, and so the subreddit was like, come on, dude. It's this from the other game. You got to do it. And everyone's like, oh, man, is he even going to read these comments? Oh no, there's too many. Um, but in the next video, he gets through it, and he's in this weird other area with like the final boss from Dragon Guard Three, just like hanging from the ceiling, pointing at you, and it and enlarged. Well, I guess the boss was already large, but like it reminded me of the the statue of that girl in that secret dungeon in Final Fantasy Fifteen. It was creepy. Mm. It was highly detailed, and it was it was humanoid, and it's like. I wouldn't be surprised if this thing comes to life, right? But it was like, yeah. it was giant, unmoving, and unsettling, just like the statues in that dungeon. And it, I yeah, I enjoyed every minute of it. <laughs> it, it it's funny to think, too. Um, I think I mentioned, I might have mentioned this on the podcast before. I've, I've, told, my, I've told my stream chat this before. But um, I have this weird, irrational reaction to things that are, like, eerily creepy that you can't quite explain, but you can, like, visibly see. So, like, you know, like, ghost stories are a good example, or, like, this shit like this, I guess. Or, like, static on a, like, you know, white noise static on a TV does this to me. Where I just get, I just I get irrationally afraid, and it's weird. Like, my hair will stand up on end, my eyes will start to water. It like, really weird. And that entire time, I just couldn't, I couldn't rip myself away. It was so interesting the whole fucking time. I'm glad we're bringing it up now, because in two weeks' time... It might not be yeah. news anymore, but it, actually, something funny to mention too uh-huh. um, that we should probably talk about. Um, 
they when they were doing this whole thing they didn't expect for it to go beyond the modding uh scene they didn't think that they would you know get news teams in on it they didn't think that lance mcdonald was going to go push this to twitter to get like hundreds of thousands of people involved accidentally um so they, they were shitting themselves the entire time They're like oh fuck but they had already planned it out and they didn't have everything ready to show at the time so they said, fuck it, I guess we just keep going and hope no one figures it out. <laughs> they were just beside themselves when Yoko Taro and uh, I think it was what, Yosuke Saito, mm -hmm. uh, the pro producer or publisher or whatever. Producer? Yeah, the other for guy. Near. <laughs> yeah, it, it basically the, the two dudes between behind Automata. Um, and they were just, they were afraid that like, if any one of them says it's fake, we're fucked. Like they, we immediately, the, the cat's out of the bag. And neither one of them did it. Neither one of them did. It was so beautiful. Absolute bros. Perfect like, fucking storm, honestly. Yeah. That shit doesn't happen very often. It was, it was kind of exciting. Yeah, Saito was just like, oh, don't worry about it. By the way, you can reserve your copy of the Switch version here. <laughs> it's like, what a fucking guy. Oh, my God. Good job, Yosuke. There's probably a lot of people who pre-ordered the Switch version just thinking that this was like a fucking... Like foreshadowing for some extra content added in the Switch version or something. Uh -huh. And you know, it's fun because it's a fun story in the gaming space. Most most stories in the gaming space are sad or awful, right? Um, you know, yeah, lawsuit this or you know, <laughs> accusation that, and it's fun to have a fun story that doesn't have any negative connotation or consequence. Once I'm actually surprised that uh, I would say, at least from what I've seen, the response to this has been overwhelmingly positive. There has been a couple people. I remember they had to ban a dude because he started spamming. He was like irrationally angry that like like these guys had killed his whole family and then like beat his dog to death in front of him or something. And he was just like pretending like his whole life was ruined by this. It's like my guy. It was. It, we all all were saying it might be a mod from the fucking get go. Why are you so fucking surprised? Yeah, it's funny. Apparently, though. a couple other websites were pissed. Apparently, the the Reddit hates the modding community for near to begin with. Really? So that, that's funny. So when that when the reveal happened, immediately all the posts got unpinned. They, apparently, they were pinned before that. Oh, so, that's hilarious. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it makes sense. Uh, I mean, uh, to react that way, a lot of people don't like having tricks played on them yeah i mean i i don't i don't mind people being like okay that's lame uh that's fine but i think it's i think it's still pretty cool that everyone was like mm -hmm. hey you fucked with us but this is still cool and they're like hey we're gonna release it for free all the modding tools and all that it's all gonna release for free so that's pretty cool yeah it reminds me a little bit of um when Gear solid 5 came out and everyone was obsessed with the cut content which was genuinely cut and not hidden in all like in the first yeah. place but like the hysteria around like things people find and what they think will happen and like all that nonsense that ended up being nothing yeah i mean me and you have talked about it a little bit uh this is a youtuber we both watch called oddheader yeah yeah that, that that's his whole channel basically and that shit i don't care how creepy or scary that shit ends up being i i can't rip my eyes away from it it's just so fucking yeah. fascinating i check out all of his videos when they come out like he's one of my favorites yeah. the moment it comes out i'm like i grab some food and i sit down and watch that's he's one of the only channels that i do that for he's one of the good ones you know youtube's yeah. full of garbage but uh odd header mm. yeah he gets it um so not only is it a top 10 list but it's about cool shit at the same time right and anyway 
it's fun. Uh, anyway, so enough about Nier, um, except that you should play Replicant sometime. Yes. I, I don't know what I, your I, streaming I'm... backlog looks like. I want some more time to beat Xenoblade before you start it. Yeah. Because uh, I, I that, that's what I want. Uh, <laughs> but you still need to beat Cyberpunk. You're right at the end. Yeah. Not, not really. But I mean, well, we're probably not going to like just railroad the story. We'll probably try to do the extra, some, at least a, a chunk of the extra content yeah. moving forward. So. I think you should get to Act Three and then just not play the final mission. You should do the the side quests that pop up because like there's an entire side quest arc in chat uh, in Part Three. Uh, that is entirely concerning Johnny, and it is probably the best side quest in the game, uh, in my opinion. It's definitely one of the most satisfying. Um, mm. And that also is the path to unlocking the, the final romance option if you want to. Um, but just like the romance options that you can't pick because they're for female V, uh, the quests are still there, and they're some of the most detailed arcs that there is. You just need to not pick romance, right? And that's yeah. fine. Um but yeah, like uh, I think you should do that, and I think that would be great. Uh, but I don't think I'll be done with Xenoblade by the time you get through that. <laughs> Probably not. No, I I was actually thinking of maybe doing like something a bit between, because I've been looking at Sifu recently, and I know it's 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 not a super old game, but it's somewhat. It's getting it's getting older now. I think it's like almost a full year old now, actually. Um, that's not old for me. <laughs> no, nah, I mean that's not super old, but anyway. Um, but I, I recently uh, a modding boom has happened for it, where people are modding in characters from like fighting games and other fighting related <laughs> characters. And there is a really cool TikTok out there of Sakura from Street Fighter, just beating the shit out of dudes, and it looks stupid good. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> I, I keep seeing I, was... I keep seeing characters model swaps for uh, Final Fantasy VII remake. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on PC, and some of them are so good. It's like wow. Like I, I, I follow a couple like fan accounts for Seven, and that's like ninety percent of what they do nowadays. Is they just mod in new costumes or new mm -hmm. models, and it's just there's just so many of them. I, I'm I'm willing to bet most of them are not uploaded on the internet either. I bet these are people that are doing it for their own fucking enjoyment. I think what I need to do on it's TikTok crazy. is I need to take my my Bala songs right. And I need to like take some videos of me flipping and post them so I can get banned, uh, because I have followed close to ten thousand users, and uh, that's the hard limit. Turns out, uh, because I kept following anything that was interesting because I wanted to curate a really good following page, but then I don't. I never use it. I only look at for you. Uh, so yeah. now I'm stuck with almost ten thousand like people that I'm following, and I get an error every time I go over ten thousand. So my only recourse is to go through and mass unfollow people, and there's no way to do that. Were they banned you for battle songs, really? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that is a, a thing that... Have you not seen TikToks? Like, uh, yeah. I don't want to say moderation, but they're filters. Like, we can't say yeah. kill. We can't say... I mean, YouTube's getting the same way. If you want yeah. any... Mm -hmm. um, ad advertisers are being very particular about what people can and can't say. Like, legitimately, there is an... Like, there is very legitimate... Uh, censorship and it's not the government doing it it's corporations mm -hmm. what's the difference but <laughs> i'll tell you the difference between us and them ah minor segues so this is a value for value production let me tell you what that means. <laughs> so first no, of all great. dear listeners 
uh, if you're listening on maybe SoundCloud or iTunes or Spotify, I mean, you can. I'm not going to stop you. That's your preference. I know some people, when they get really attached to their podcast player, but like, um, if you're if you're on these old legacy systems, you're missing out on a lot of shit, right? So I would suggest checking out newpodcastapps.com. It's that fucking simple. It's in our show notes, by the way. Um, get yourself a modern podcasting app and then figure out how to load your wallet with some Bitcoin, right? You don't need to be a crypto shill um, to use Bitcoin. In fact, a lot of people who are, I found out the hard way, but there's a lot of people who are like hardcore Bitcoiners that they think like Web3 is a scam, right? Like they hate NFTs and all that shit, but they, they're super passionate about Bitcoin. Like I didn't realize that that was two communities that were distinct from each other. Um, yeah. Because most of the time when people like shame crypto on the internet, whether they're whether it's warranted or not, usually not, but sometimes it is, uh, they, they try to like degrade them all. But like uh, there's a lot of things that Bitcoin does different than the other crypto that it's 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 not that simple of a conversation is my point. Um, and if you have Cash App, Stripe, Strike, Strike uh, or um, fucking something else. It's actually super fucking easy to just like swipe the debit card and get some Satoshis. And if you do that, load your, pod- load your wallet in your new podcast app and you can stream some Satoshis per minute to the show. You can also send us a Boostagram. We'll read it out loud on the show. Uh, I sent a Boostagram to a podcast I really like called Office Hours from Jupiter Broadcasting. I asked them for some advice on like how they do their boost segments because they have like a soundboard, right? And uh, they-, they told me about some apps I can use. I don't have them installed today, so... We're not running with scissors, uh, is what they say. Uh, we're not running with scissors today, but uh, maybe next week we will. I have a, a, a convenient, like, 10-year-old MP3 of Victim Saying Steel Guard that would make a great boost message uh, <laughs> every time we get one. And then, eventually, uh, we'll, we'll be able to read them live. But right now, if you want to watch live, there's a video feed, um, and we'll interact with you if you're in the chat there. But otherwise, yeah, send us a boost, like, anytime. We'll read them on the, on the new episode. Uh, and the reason I bring it up it's because value for value uses the Bitcoin Lightning Network, and the Bitcoin Lightning Network is not subject to corporations and governments and what they want you to say or not say. Like, we don't have to say unalive. We can say kill. It's okay. Yeah. Kill the motherfuckers. Yeah. Some motherfuckers always ice skating uphill. Like, we can say whatever <laughs> we want. There's no censor. If you want to support us, the government can't stop you. We could say whatever the hell we want. They can't stop yeah, row, you. Row. I, I mean, iTunes might ban us. But our podcast RSS feed is on the podcast index, right? So if you have a modern podcasting app, nothing will stop you. iTunes can delete us. Spotify can delist us after running a bunch of ads that don't pay me, right? iTunes can kill our podcast. They could try. And, Do it, uh, iTunes. Yeah, it, it won't stop you from hearing me and, and Rick and Vic and others. Yeah, can't stop the signal, man. Yeah, <laughs> kill your radio. Anyway. So that's why I, that's what I think about censorship on digital platforms like YouTube and TikTok. It's like, oh my god, I can't say kill, I can't use like big boy words, I can't quote things. Like, come on, like you know, it's, it's a it's a weird topic too. Because like on one hand, sure, I understand there's absolutely no way we're gonna get, keep kids off the internet. We're not gonna keep kids out of you know. Are you eighteen plus? Please click no if no. It's like obviously that's not gonna fucking that doesn't do anything. Yeah, wrong. that hasn't stopped kids from getting to porn sites, mm-hmm. so it, it's not gonna stop them it, from listening to podcasts. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. yeah really. <laughs> but it's it, it, like I get that angle, but that ain't our fault. Mm-hmm. That is not mine, Dylan, Rick, whoever's fault. It's not our fault. If the warning is there. What are we supposed to do? Start carding people to fucking watch your show? People just wouldn't watch your fucking show. 
Well, it's not going to work. Yeah, no, it's just, it's not a feasible thing. It comes from a bunch of, fundamentally, a bunch of old people who don't understand the internet trying to make laws about the internet. And then a bunch of people who regulate the money of the internet that are old people that don't understand the internet. Right. And we've come up with solutions for these. The people that are mad at the internet, that want to regulate the internet, cannot stop the free and open source standards that were made in the past. Right? Like, RSS is a standard. Right? You you can't make that illegal. You can't update it and regulate it away. Like, it, it works a specific way and you could integrate with it or you could choose not to, right? Now, sure, Google and Apple can decide um, to not have, you know, new podcasting apps on their stores that support these features, right? But then you could install it yourself. You can get F-Droid. You can just install the APK from download. Like, the, it, they can't stop you. Right? Yeah, because, um, you know, we still have rights to the physical items that we purchase, uh-huh. Uh, not necessarily the digital items we purchase, but that's a different conversation, I suspect. Uh, yeah. But yeah, we at the moment we still have access, we still have ownership of the physical products we uh, purchase. Uh-huh. Now, in fairness, you know your uh, phone provider, phone carrier, if you will, might uh, decide to not allow you to repair your ob- object of desired. Like, say, I jailbroke my iPhone, they may not allow me to take it to the service shop but well that's just life you gotta uh-huh. find somebody else to fix it yeah or fix it yourself <laughs> you could try um and it's just it's comical to me because like i i see the walls closing in 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 a way like on podcasting and, and i that's actually a quote um <laughs> I'm, I'm quoting yeah. office hours now i love that show office hours by the way uh from jupiter broadcasting it's a great show um and on one of the more recent episodes, they, they were talking a bit about podcasting meta and how, like, Spotify, like, bought out a bunch of, like, two different analytics companies that, that podcasters use for their metrics, right? Because a lot of the podcasters that get advertisement funding, those advertisers also control what they say, right? But how do you pitch your show to an advertiser? You have to have metrics. I have this many listeners. How do you prove how many listeners you have? You have to have one of these, like, analytics companies, like, pump your show through it, Right. And, you know, whatever, that's their hustle. They're making money, right? But, like, there's this, there's these mainstream, I say with air quotes, podcasts that have a bunch of listeners. But, like, that's, that's prey, and this isn't a quote, this is me now, right? That's prey to the same bullshit that you see on Twitch with, like, viewbotting, right? Yeah. Because when the value of your podcast is the number of people listening to it, um, it's valuable to you to pay for a botting service to inflate those numbers to look good for an advertiser. Right. Like that, that harkens back to the Twitter deal. That's currently falling through, by the way, we haven't talked about it since it wasn't falling through. Um, but you know, TLDR with the Twitter buyout, like Elon Musk made a offer to purchase Twitter for more than it was worth. And then he asked them how many bots they have. They couldn't prove it. And he was like, no, I'm going to back out. And, uh, now they're going to take him to court for the $1 billion breakup fee. But then in court, he's going to make them go on record with how many bots they have. So Twitter's kind of fucked. Like yeah. the value of their company mean, is going to hit the floor. <laughs> it, it's it's entire anecdotal, but I can tell you right now that I have 300 people who follow me on, on Twitter. Uh-huh. Um, 302, I guess I can tell you that there's maybe a good hundred at best that are just dead accounts, not bots, but like just people who either like swapped accounts, don't use their accounts anymore, died, whatever, whatever the case may be. Uh, I would say maybe, 
another hundred, and this, that's that's actually stretching it, are actual people that follow me for the sake of following. That leaves another me. hundred that are bots, you think. But the other hundred are, are, are probably bots. Mm -hmm. And that's not even mentioning the amount of bots that have followed and unfollowed me over over the years. Mm -hmm. uh, like, I, I'm looking at it right now. Uh, we got... I'm, I'm just going to say their names because I'm 99.99% <laughs> certain these are all bots. We got Olivia J124, uh, Solaris ID GFX, Samira GFX, GFX Lexi, GFX Julia 2, Raymond, blah, blah, blah. I got uh, actually, a lot I of GFXs. I, yeah, I, I, I was actually almost about to, to mention someone who is uh, an actual genuine follower. Oops. But yeah, I, I, I could keep scrolling, but uh, yeah, there's a yeah. trend here. And what they are is these are these are GFX bots. They're they're uh -huh. there to try and sell Twitch streamers or just content creators in general. They're, they're there to, to sell us their services, but it's not. It's either not real. They're scams. Uh, sometimes they are scams. Sometimes they're like farms off in like the Philippines or something where they've got like twenty artists living under one roof and they will shoot shit by them. They will draw the art for dirt fucking cheap and. You know, Twitch streamers buy them because it's you know, oh what I only got to pay thirty USD to get like eight emotes. Oh, that's a fucking steal. And oh, they actually look pretty good too. But then you realize that you're literally farming or you're you're paying into a fucking sweatshop, right? With yeah, so it's like a sweatshop for art. <laughs> what does yeah. the world come to? That, that's that's one of the reasons why I don't like Fiverr. Honestly, mm. uh, I don't try to be a holier than thou person. I'm not going to say anyone can can or can't use Fiverr. You do what you want, but um. But when I found out about that, when I started realizing that that was a thing, I was like, yeah, I don't know if I really, like, I don't think it'll ever come back on me. But just in case, I'm not going to fuck with that. I'm, I, mm -hmm. uh, that, that, that sounds sketchy and like a, like a legal nightmare for victim down the road. So let's just not fuck with that. Fair, fair. So uh, a little bit more context to do justice to the story, though, is um, so what happened, right, was um, Twitter, when they were doing the buyout, right, um, or they're being bought out. They did a random sampling of a hundred users and determined how many of them are bots. And they use that as a percentage to tell you how many bots are on Twitter. That does not stand up to scientific scrutiny. And it's like, you did what? Like, see, I don't even like, I don't like pulling of any number because it's always, there's always a margin for error that I think that like, it just comes with the territory. But just even with with lower sample sizes, you are fucking asking mm -hmm. for bad times, man. What well, the fuck? Whether or not Elon actually buys it out or not, Twitter's getting rocked into the ground. And I love it. You love to see it. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, yeah. besides the point, um, what was the point? I don't know. I think it's time for a new subject. A new, <laughs> I, I, I just said topic and subject in one word. My bad. I, I think, for the record, I think that is the point. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's all good. I was uh, super. Uh, I'm super excited to see just any sort of technology company get their feet held to the fire. Honestly, because uh -huh. like we've previously it, we've we had desperately needed. Yeah, we we desperately need somebody who understands technology to make some laws about technology, good or bad. At this point, there needs to be some sort of regulation that makes sense and that's held to a standard. Because right. like. We, like, look well, at... it was sooner rather than later, too, because if, if you think about it, 
if later on down the road, old people start making more and more fucking laws about this shit, they're not going to know what the fuck they're talking about. Do you remember or, that? Right, they, they will know what they're talking about, and they're just going to be scummy assholes. Right. To, you know? Well, I mean, yes, Ajit has internet if you have coin. Um, but yeah, I like that actually. That's, that's it's one of my favorites, honestly. <laughs> that, that, that guy quit though, so I mean. <laughs> well, sure, but there's you know, there's probably more a thousand like more just like him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah, he made his money. He left and mm-hmm. lives a quiet life where nobody's trying to stab him. Right, with his giant Reese's Puffs coffee cup. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Do you remember that congressional hearing they had for Facebook, where a bunch of like old ass yep. Congress people were just like. And how many login buttons do you have on the internet for Facebook? And they're like, uh, I, I, we, we can't count them all. Uh, we don't put them there. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And a bunch of stupid yeah. ass questions like that. It's like, they have no idea how any of this works. If, and, if you needed to know just how fucking stupid all of this was, they made the fucking most alien human being on the fucking planet look human. By comparison. No, yeah, he yeah. sounded, well... I mean, say what you will about how weird and lizardy uh, Zuckerberg looks. He's not an idiot. No, yeah, it's a, that, that's that's a big thing, right? Is he? He's he was intelligent enough to get where he is. Well, yeah, and he's you know hasn't sold his what like massive company or anything like that. He hasn't ended up like he's chosen to stay on top of it, um, yeah. and that's a. Like, I don't know. He's doing good. Mm. Um, and I don't know. And the, the whole thing, like, anytime I see any sort of, like, old people handling technology, it always just feels like... It hurts my brain. Yeah, dude. Like, it does. Because, like, uh, like, we look at other things. So, like, Diablo Immortal, that, keeps, that pops up from time to time. And it's just does a popular it? gotcha. Yeah, it does uh, actually. I haven't heard about There's it in a bit. guy Tell me recently more. who got a uh, who got through a shit fit because he paid to win. He spent a hundred thousand dollars on the game, and uh, he was mad because there was nobody in his bracket to fight in the mm. PvP mode. Does that make him the top? By default, but also mm. he's like. And he's not self-aware enough to understand the problem. And whatever, that's a one-off person. But the point being, it's that they just... Like, things like that keep happening. And it doesn't happen as much in certain parts of Europe, Belgium. Because they've rightfully decided that this stuff is predatory and or gambling, as needs may. And that's a big deal. Like, that should be a blanket worldwide thing. Loot boxes should be banned. Mm -hmm. Or, you know... Did you just turn your game up, Dylan? Uh, I don't no. know. Cause I, I can hear like background noise all of a sudden. Okay, it's gone now. Sorry. Oh. Okay. <laughs> no, no, it's good. I just figured I'd mention it sooner rather than later. Do it live. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But, yeah, no, it's all good. But like, you see the regulation happen in some places, mm-hmm. specifically where people that aren't boomers are making some laws, or at least talking to the people who make laws. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, um, actually, I have something to say about that, and I think this would be a good segue uh, into another topic, but I'll, I'll wait. Do you have more to say? Oh, no, I was just going to continue down that thread. Like, some places are actually managing to put laws in place and acknowledge that these things are bad for you. Right. And so that, t- that brings me to my next point. Uh, we're going to talk about some, we're going to talk about NFTs. I'm sorry. <laughs> are you, though? <laughs> Am I, though? So uh, 
this sort of technological ignorance among boomers and how loot boxes need to be regulated or just fucking banned, right? And how, like, a lot of DLC is predatory, right? Microtransactions can be predatory, right? Gotcha is predatory. Like, that's all true, right? And I think, you know, younger people, you know, millennials and the Zoomers, like, they they definitely care a lot about that, right? Why is my face all pink? Hold on, I'm going to change my color. I'm sorry, for, the audio listeners mine, are going to be really confused. They're like, oh, yeah, Mine looks video. like a dull yellow, and I don't know if I can fix that. I, I need to get some color correction. There is a video on demand version of the stream uh, at odyssey.com. You can see <laughs> what the hell I just was talking about. Uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, really. <laughs> uh, so uh, so millennials and Zoomers, right, like they, they have this consumer concern of, um, you know, more ways to monetize is bad, right? I think that is a righteous statement, and that is a good reason to not like NFTs and video games. Because I don't trust Square Enix, I don't trust, uh, you know, whoever the fuck else, uh, to implement NFTs in a way that actually makes life better, right? It's going to be tacked on top of traditional microtransaction methods. I know how these big companies run, right? You know, I'm familiar with the corpo life. And these, you know, corporations are not going to approve you know, trying something new and different and eliminating something old and busted. They're going to want all of it at once, right? Yeah. So I don't trust any of these companies to actually do it right. Uh, but all these gamers, these young gamers my age and younger, like they, they rally behind the anti-NFT bandwagon for, it feels like the wrong reason because like, they're, they're, and we've discussed it on the show before, there's a lot of ways that you could use an NFT to like make a better DLC model, but that implies you've eliminated the other DLC models and this is the only model, right? Otherwise it's not better, you're just tacking on extra shit, right? Yeah, but and like, usually more expensive shit too, unfortunately. It could but- be better. That, that's just the nature of i think of crypto though i don't think mm-hmm. that's necessarily an inherently a problem with nfts it's just a problem that they inherit but yeah it's like uh the reason why you would want it on a blockchain is so you can trade it in a, in a wider market yeah. right um because the only way that i think they would have value is if they're tradable and i don't even know if they would trade for they would probably trade for money but like the, the, you know the point is i want to be able to trade a battle pass with all the little checkboxes ticked off that's from an old season you can't do anymore for a fucking Excalibur Prime and Warframe. Like, you know, and, and maybe that battle pass is from some other game like fucking Call of Duty. I don't know, right? Like, like It I doesn't want, matter, as long as they can talk to each other. I want to trade digital assets <laughs> from totally unrelated games for each other and then redeem them in those games, right? And NFTs as CD keys could be a way that you can resell digital copies of games, like the access to them at least, right? But maybe we don't want to get down the CD key route because that might be a bad practice. But, like, it's better than the practice we have now, right? Uh, I mean, sure, you're going to play I, StarCraft I mean, the 1. the practice we have now is <laughs> archaic as fuck, and yeah. it's gotten to a point where people literally just sell them by the boatloads for older games because they can, yeah. and no one's going to stop them. But, like, having an NFT... Well, I mean, that's not necessarily a problem, I should uh-huh. say, but... No, but like G2A is like the black market of CD keys, right? Like yeah. um, that would be completely eliminated if your CD key was an NFT and there would just be, you know, a not shady above ground fucking exchange of CD keys between gamers, right? You could trade game for game. Uh, you could trade game for money, but it's between the players and they negotiate. That also means you can get scammed by another gamer. Sure, right? But like... I'd rather get scammed by a gamer than these fucking corpos, man. Like, well, and also, I, don't know, I don't know if I'd say that. I think it's equally <laughs> well, bad, I mean, really. 
But in fairness, there probably go, would have to be some sort of checks and balances. Ultimately, more than anything else, I think that's the part that makes NFTs kind of scary is mm-hmm. that there there are no rules. Like, right. as proven by, uh, who was that asshole that tried to make his NFT show and had his NFT stolen? Oh, Seth Green. Seth Green yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, as proven by that, there, like, you can steal NFTs and there is zero recourse about that stolen NFT, period. There was it also is. some crypto bros. They made a DAO. That that's like a. I'm not even going to tell you what the acronym stands for, but it's an organization of crypto bros, but backed by some tech. Uh, and they saved up a bunch of funds to buy an NFT or to create, produce somehow an NFT of the the Dune novel, right? And what they ended up with was a, a digital copy of a very specific edition of a physical copy of a book of dune they thought they had the rights to the franchise that's not how that fucking works so crypto bros that understand a lot about how it works can be dumb as fuck like yeah actually it's funny i can't believe that happened we we were we were talking about it earlier a little bit about the the g fuel thing but let's talk about g fuel it's a great segue victim yeah okay (laughs) nft's a g fuel what name a more iconic fuel (laughs) <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, we, we talked about it before. They they backtracked on it so hard that they like canceled their entire fucking like lineup. But um, we but that was like ninety percent of what you could see in the comments was it was either people shitting on it un- unconditionally, They're like NFT, no thanks. And then you had the other people that are like NFTs. Why is everyone hating on them? These things are great. It's like how can you hate an NFT? And it's just like both of you are incredibly toned up and don't have a. Uh-huh. Clue, God damn. Anyways, but uh-huh. I, I think that's just besides me. I think it's just a good example of what you were talking about, though. It's like yeah, there, there's this level of ignorance where everyone sees NFT and they're just like, ah, no fucking thanks, right? Like yeah, but like the technology behind it, like, isn't actually killing the environment, and it could be used to no re- more than anything else, really. But it, it, it could I also mean, oh, you mean like the great state of Washington saying that hey, we're going all green without the infrastructure to support it. Right. Oh, yeah. Good luck with your power bill. I have solar panels. <laughs> look, I know the look. This month it's going to be high because I t- plugged in an AC. Uh-huh. It's fine. I'll live. Oh yeah, they, they timed it perfectly to siphon your pockets. Right. Oh, they, they there is no accident with that. Uh, right. There there is a very specific reason they did that without having um, the infrastructure ready to go. Yeah, they're, I, I they're trying to weed out the the poor people. I won't dive into it too deep. But I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, we have we have a we have a Canada wide issue that is uh, basically the same thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I you know not to, for the sake of not getting too political, I'll just mm-hmm. I just you know, and, and I don't want to get political either. But like you know, I also have this problem with politics as well, where people will take a side of an issue and they think it's right, but then they they don't do any research onto like why they think this way. Right. And then they can't actually yeah. back up any of their opinions with fact. This is true of the people that are super all in and bullish on NFTs. And this is also true of the people who just like snarl at any mention of them. Like they're both kind of wrong because, I mean, they have some idea of why they think that way. But like nobody really has like no one can actually hold up in a debate yeah. as to why it, NFTs are like super good or super bad. And it's like it, it's a good example of only trusting the principle of an issue rather than actually having a reason. Yeah. And we have a It's a like serious, I was told to hate uh, this and I was told it was bad. So right. fuck you, I guess. And this is a or serious problem. Versa, this is a serious problem in America right now. Like uh Yeah, fuck white people. 
Well, just in general, like we have all these bills that go through Congress, right? And Congress's job is to debate these things, vote on them and send them back for revision if they're not good enough. Right. And so you can you can propose a bill in Congress that says, um, you know, the the do all the good stuff act. And inside the bill, it like it starts with some good stuff and then it's a bunch of bad stuff. But then if you vote against it, the news article says You're your political party. Your political party voted against the good stuff bill, well, so you must hate good stuff. What the fuck? Right, and they'll they'll call yeah. it the good stuff bill, and then down at the bottom of it, though, to make it you know okay with the other side, there will be a whole lot of like, well, you know, black people aren't real people after all, or something horrible, shit. yeah, like that. And nobody reads these bills, and so they're just arguing well, I mean, on who's headlines. Read a seven hundred page bill, not even the guy voting on it. Right. <laughs> I mean, like, think about it. it they're it all is available. It's it's literally the best case scenario for these people, not not not, not the people talking about it, but the people putting it in place. It, it it it's it is the scam they are trying to put mm -hmm. together with the hopes that no one will actually look at it. Well, and lo and behold, no one actually fucking looks at it, or or the few people that do get called crazy and tinfoil hat wearing or whatever. Well, right. Well, like one of the things that you know, I've gotten a lot of heat for over the years is, and mm -hmm. I'm not shy about letting it, people know this. I rarely vote in any of the elections and there's hey that's your right well right well, and so but like I've gotten you know a lot of heat for it because you know older people are like it's your civic duty and things like that and like mm, no yeah, it's, it's your right it's yeah. your right and that means you also have the right to refuse right and abstaining my vote is a fair choice but like one of the things I mean one of my problems with yeah. it is my choices are already laid out for me People aren't even giving the soundbite the attention. Like, even if the soundbite is short, they're not listening to it anymore, right? They're listening to their favorite content creators of approved opinion, regurgitate stuff to them. And these Ooh. content creators on both sides, by the way, are fighting for who's allowed to be there by reporting yep. each other and causing all kinds of shit-flinging drama. And there's, like, no nuance anywhere. <laughs> it's, it's funny. We, we, we fell into the trap. We, we tried to avoid it, but we fell. Well, it I'm being very impartial. This is also why you get a lot of misunderstanding, especially when it comes to things like land acknowledgements or yeah. Latinx or uh, what, what's that new one? Uh, the oh, oh God, Philippines. Philippines. Yeah. If I walked up to a Filipino person and called them Philippines, I would expect them to punch me in the mouth. Oh, I, I, I you, the Twitter, the Twitter look at it. <sighs> They're the first like few that were like like the top, right? There's a couple of like I, I think I assume they were white people. I have no idea. Absolutely. But they were like yeah. they were like, This is a great idea, this is blah blah blah. And then the rest of it was just Filipino people fucking getting livid. They're like, What the fuck are you suggesting? Because their language huh? isn't gendered. Like the, the the rationale behind Latinx, even though it's like stupid and wrong and nobody likes it, uh, was you are either Latino or Latina, a man or woman, right? Um and so how do you refer to them all? Uh, without being like male centric, right? So if only I had a word for that, like Latine, Lat or, or Latin. Latin. Yeah, I was gonna say Latin is what I would use, but if I needed, if it was a must that I made a new word for it, Latine with an e at the end. And you know what? If that we already works in Spanish. If we stood up to all these woke white women and were like, "Hey, Latine isn't required. Latinx is stupid," uh, they would probably be like, "Well, Latin is racist because the Roman Empire, like." Oh, well, that's because the Romans were white people. Just ask them. Right. They obviously know from all their Hollywood Roman movies that uh -huh. yeah, I was gonna say, uh, not Romans quite. and Greeks were Briti you know, British-accented white people. Uh -huh. Who wore togas in the hot sun like they can't get a tan. Like, what? <laughs> God, 
Damn. They were, yeah, I no. think, uh, my perception of the Romans was like white people with a great tan. Because like, think about the age yeah. and the conditions they lived in, right? I mean, I was gonna say Mediterranean cultures. I think all were like tan, not not necessarily like Middle Eastern tan. Always, we tend but... to call them olive skinned, even though that's yeah. a stupid fucking color to call somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, but because they're not green or black, those are the two main olive colors. But whatever, olive skinned it is. Yeah. Um, maybe they mean olive oil when they say that. I don't know. Um, the point is, is um, so. Uh, Latinx is is dumb and made by white people, and I think every single, you know, Latin American person that I know um, thinks it's fucking stupid. Do not call me that, right? Uh, and I mean, I, that's I fine. Know, I don't know if we've ever <laughs> talked about it on the podcast, but like, mm, I would say most rational people just want to stay in their own lane. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it could be what we're talking about now. It could be like like gender. Politics stuff. I, I just Most think it's funny just, that um, just wanna, they just want to they just want to live, man. They few, don't they don't give a shit about you identifying some weird fucking crazy word that like Jane from mm-hmm. fucking accounting made up. A, a couple months ago, I, I saw a couple tweets where some journalists started walking back Latinx and they started making some articles about how uh, yeah, that yeah. community does not call themselves that and they do not use it. They would not like to be you know, called that. You know, one of the worst parts about that is it's always the same people who started it in the first place that are suddenly like, That's what yeah, I'm I was never with that. But then you yeah. look at their tweet history and they were using it unironically just a few years prior, right? And it's like, you know, you, you helped spread this and now you're making articles like, wow, who uses that? They don't call themselves that. It's like, you did. Like, Are you kidding me? Yeah. And now they're trying to do the same thing with Filipinos and they are not fucking having it and... You know, I live in an area where there are lots of Filipinos, right? Uh, are you the same journalist that praised The Last of Us too? Probably. Um, so, you know, I... I That's li- a bit meta. I, I had a lot of Filipino friends growing up because there's just a lot in my local area, right? And um, it's just kind of part of the culture in this area. And yeah. they, I, I know for a fact that they would fucking punch me in the mouth if I ever said that. Like, that is dumb. Never call them that. Like, they would rather be called a slur. <laughs> like... <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I at this point in our history of, of, of podcasting, I, I'm not entirely certain what all I've, I've talked about. But I, I've mentioned it before somewhere. But like, I had a black friend who got mad at us because we wouldn't say black jokes in front of him. Mm-hmm. He was like, I, I'm, he's like, he, he came in firing off white jokes, and we're like, whoa, holy fuck! Wait, those are a thing, and we bonded over it. He didn't mm-hmm. give a fuck because he thought it was funny. It didn't matter to him. Obviously, I mean, times have changed. I, times I have changed. Times have become I, soft, I, victim. <laughs> I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't come out firing at the gate like some fucking weird mm-hmm. joke about black people or something until I got the home again. But like at the time though, that, that was the, that was the whole thing. Right. We'll and just, and then we'll in, in the contrast, in, no, I, in, I don't even think that that's entirely it. Because in contrast, um, I think it was like one of his last days because he he moved away originally, um. And a dude decides to like hard R call him the N word, just straight out to his face while we're all walking by. I'm the one that turned around ready to fight this kid. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, no, no, no. He grabbed him by the shoulder. He's like, he's like, it's okay, don't worry about it. We walked to a teacher. They told us to go to the principal's office, and those kids never bother us ever again. And I'm like, <laughs> how the hell were you so composed about that? I was ready to knock this guy's fucking head off his shoulders. And he's like, no, he's like, he's like, it honestly doesn't bother me. But if he thinks he's going to get the one up on me, if he thinks he's going to, mm-hmm. you know, have some power over me with that. I'm just going to show him that he doesn't. 
and I'm going to show like, him Aha. the power I have over him. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. I'm like, I genuinely didn't think of it that way. That's that's power well, right there. It's like you. Just, I was like, well, shit. Okay. That's like how Twitter arguments usually work. It's like they go back and forth until someone crosses the line, and then their post gets mass reported for like hate speech yeah. or something, right? Like that's the bait and switch they keep doing. And, you know, it just played out in real life that way. It's like, no, don't fight. I could just go tell the principal what actually happened without lying. And it's like, oh, yeah, he's probably going to get, like, expelled or suspended or something. Yeah, right? we had cameras in the school, too. So it's like they could they could see that this kid clearly said something to us. Yeah. Fucking... Maybe they obviously couldn't hear what it was, probably. I don't I don't think at the very least. But... Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, yeah, imagine really how screwed that guy is. It's like, oh, yeah, fucked. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, there's done a that. lot to be thought about. Like, because it's all generally speaking it's like obviously there are bad people doing bad things in the name of race but in yeah like the day-to-day life it's never those people who are the problem it's the it's the well-meaning people that are trying to you know stand up and defend their you know friends that they can't that they don't know the name of in most mm-hmm. cases yeah. uh, <laughs> um because, you know, that's always one of the things is like, well, you know, you're a big fan of black people, but we're all your black friends. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying this as like the racist being like, well, all of us are racist. No, 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 no. It's just one of those things. It's like, yes, it's easy to stand up on Twitter and be like, that man said the hard R N word. He's bad. But that, that that's that's the thoughts and prayers. And, but nobody likes hearing that mm-hmm. because nobody wants to be the thoughts and prayers people that they make fun of. Yeah. And, and the only people that are going to pat them on their back are their other white friends who think they did a good job. Whereas, I mean, I, I'm not going to speak for black people, I guess, for, well, actually, for what talk, matters, you know, but uh, I, I, I'm, I'm willing to bet based on my own experiences that very few of them are going to really come pat them on the back and say, thanks. I needed you to do that for me. Most of them are just going to be like, whatever. <laughs> Reminds me. Um, go about their day. So two episodes ago, we talked about that comic. The oh yes, the, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ism. Yeah, the the Ripiverse, right? Um, yeah, yeah. And that Actually. dude it got like super canceled for being right wing. And then it's like it's funny because you know left wingers like to joke about right wingers having the one black friend, and then suddenly they're not racist. But then like as soon as you get a right wing black person, you just revoke their blackness up front, and it's like no, you're not black anymore. And it's like who gave you the right yeah. to pick that to choose that? Like what do you mean? Like yeah. What do you mean by that? <laughs> well, and the real answer is there are going to be layers. Like, mm-hmm. no, the number, there are very few, like, this, you know, like, cigar chomping, you know, shotgun, port, you know, porch sitting, you know, racist white people. There are so very few of them. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, at this point, they've probably died out. The tornadoes well, got them. Yeah. Well, tornadoes got them, or the inbreeding finally caught up with them. Yep. Uh, <laughs> but the but realistically like when you those aren't the, the that's such a small category yeah you need to stand up to those people when you mm. see them but that's not gonna be some i'm not gonna run into them in my day to life you're not life. and you'd be more likely to run into like a racist person on the internet where your reach is a lot more wider but then you got to consider there's like dimensions to racism on the internet as well because one of the it's really easy to be anonymous and just right say something and also, maybe you're only doing it to get a rise on someone. You genuinely don't right. give a fuck right. about also, the race in question. A lot of people you just on know the you're internet, gonna get it. like, like, hear me out. There's a lot yeah. of people on the internet who will they'll, they'll like say the n word, right? Um, but they'll only do it to prove that they're in a free speech. So it's very similar to how prostitutes, when they get in your car, they tell you to touch them without any payment, exchange, or discussion because cops aren't allowed to do that. 
right? And that's how they, they know you're a, a narc or not, right? So people on, like, anonymous places, like, they'll say the N-word to each other. They'll basically compromise each other in, in the woke mind, right? Uh, yeah. Before a genuine discussion occurs. And they do the same thing with um, other slurs. All right, it's an um, internet handshake. Yeah, it's like an internet handshake. So the, the, the people that do this, I don't necessarily believe that they're, like, the these this this racist caricature we just described that once yeah. existed right they, they are saying slurs on the internet but they're just they, they have another they have a different objective they're not actually trying to degrade somebody they're just trying to prove that they are not being censored in the yeah, place it, that they are that's a that's one of the things too you know and i couldn't possibly explain this to some people where like i could try they'll think you're crazy and be like what do you mean they won't hear the <laughs> when i say when i say that you can say racial slurs without actually being a racist well rick i got you i got you all you need to do is find a way to put your words into an easily digestible headline <laughs> well but i don't know anybody or a that soundbite would, like i don't know any sort of like i can't even think of even like hard right-wing publications that would let me post something like that uh, like no, realistically the, yeah it because it sounds like an asinine statement. How it's because they got advertisers that they need to pay their bills. Well, right. But how can you how can you legitimately say you can say racial slurs without being a racist? Well, it's uh -huh. easy because there are thousands of reasons why you say them. Some people, that's like I. You could be quoting someone. Puerto, well, I worked with a Puerto Rican, who he he explained it to me. That was just like the N word uh, in Puerto Rico yeah. was just dude because. That nobody explained it to him in his little barrio that he grew up in, that it's a racial slur. It's just mm -hmm. and who like, are you to like deny the lived experience of this foreigner, right? Right, and so like that's that's one stipulation though. Like when you think about it, like a word to you know word to America is real bad. Okay, why don't we throw the word cunt out? We can say <laughs> that. that. Well, well good, old, I, good old Australia. I can't do the accent. I mean, you can't finish. To, uh, our Australian can't... viewers are offended now. Fuck. Yeah, uh, all three of them, uh, if yeah. they even exist. Flat Earth. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, <laughs> paid actors, all of them. Uh, but yeah, that, that's a good word to you know because I don't know what was it 2010, 2012, somewhere around there. If I were to say that on the internet, I would be a dead man. Hmm. It, before canceling existed, yeah, yeah actually, I, canceled. I, I had a viewer who did who, who straight up just disappeared one day because I was playing a game, got angry at it, and and you know my go-to was you fucking cunt, and <laughs> the, this this lady who had been hanging out with me in my chat for like weeks at that point just disappeared, boom, gone. I don't know if that's the reason, but yeah. I figure it's the only weird or. Yeah. That's you know, more of an East Coast uh, thing uh, in America, yeah. anyway, right? Because like I, I, I grew up on the West Coast, and that's just not an insult that we use. Like, there's a, no. nothing like, wrong with saying it. It's just it doesn't feel natural. It feels forced every time I say it. Yeah, keep in mind, I, I used to have <laughs> I, I used to have a lot of Australian uh, friends. I, I had through HeroCraft of all things, we had Aloy and JLoy, but oh, I had yeah, yeah. from like other areas of the internet too, just tons of Australian friends. So. It, 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 it it's always in like my back repertoire of fucking words that I know, so. Or well, yeah, but my vocabulary. Good example of a word though that uh, it changes severity over the years. I mean, we've you know we mentioned earlier about TikTok and 
like you can't say kill on TikTok. It's unalive, or you bleep out the word kill. Uh, Go commit uh, toaster bath. Yeah, they're like, I don't know. I don't. Well, I get it from Roblox made one good thing Mm. specific. Like I kind of get it, like why it happened, but but I think it's a detrimental thing, and Mm. I'm not you know here being like ah we're making little bitch boys and all that shit. No, like. We are, but for different, but not the same way people think I'm gonna say it. Like, mm-hmm. I I do think that we're doing a disservice to the younger, like the generation previous to us. Your kids' generation probably gonna be okay, Dylan. Probably. Because the, we can't predict it, that future. It's so far away. Well, also like the pendulum swings generation per generation, roughly, hmm. uh, when it comes to that sort of thing. The Zoomers are gonna we, create hard times, and the Gen Alpha people are gonna be like wrestling bears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, and but like the zoomers they're they've been done a great disservice by you know i guess our generation uh i guess we get to blame our generation where you know there's this like oh we need to make safe spaces everywhere because i hate safe spaces beyond what normal people i think do because it implies the rest of the area around it is an unsafe space. Yeah, and, and I mean, it, like, I hate I hate the idea of, of like the, the the terminology safe space too. Just due to the fact that like, man, if you want to go somewhere where you can't be judged, just make some friends who have like like or like minded. Yeah, that's what everyone has done since the fucking dawn of time. Right. So it's like maybe they have a hard time why, making friends. Maybe they should I, I, reevaluate that's, themselves. That's fair. Well, and we, that's fair know, but a safe space isn't going to fix that either. Mm-hmm. Well, and some of the problems <laughs> that I have too. It's not going like, to fix it. We go out of our way to celebrate just small, small victories. Like, guys, I made my bed today, and that's front page fucking Reddit. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, I don't think enjoy I've ever the made gold, my bed kind ever. stranger. <laughs> yeah, shit like that. But and. I'm exaggerating that one, but not very much. No, I, I, I get what you mean. I, I've seen it before, too. It, it's like this weird idea that, like, all reinforcement is positive mm-hmm. when it comes to, like, these safe space ideas, right? It's like, it's like, oh, my God, you managed to get up today even though you didn't feel like it? Like, wow, congrats. It's like, you know what? Yeah, maybe that person needs some level of reinforcement. But why that, man? Why not be like, mm-hmm. hey, man. I'm proud of you for going another day. I know shit is real rough. Even if even if you're, like, you're not physically going through shit and, and you've told me you're going through shit mentally, I'm proud of you. Why yeah. Why the making your bed or getting up or making breakfast? Why do we have to focus on like the weird shit? Why not just normal day-to-day activities? Um, yeah, yeah. Like, well, it's it's it, like, congrats, you took a shit. It's like... Well, uh, we look at the... So did I. That's kind of funny. So one of the problems... We're so that, alike. Uh, we should date... <laughs> And I think we'll see uh, uh-huh. in yeah. future research. One of the things that uh, we look at is uh, words, the way that we describe things, like uh, you know, adulting. We've had a definite regression in English uh, in uh, our generation. Yeah. Like, ha- I can't remember the last time I've heard somebody say "dog" instead of "doggo." <laughs> Shit like that. And oh, that one hurts me on a very deep level. Doggo. Well. Doggo, any of the like childish uh, animal names that was snack. Mm. That one's one that. Bought. What's wrong with snake? What's <laughs> wrong with the word snake? <laughs> and what's wrong with dog? What's wrong with cat? What's what wrong the dog with the doing? words that we already had? <laughs> um, and and yeah. some of it's because people are given freedom for the first time in their life, and 
because they didn't have a great childhood, they have a childhood as an adult where they can buy the toys they want to buy um, that they didn't have as a kid. I get it. Mm -hmm. I do get it. Um, but it does have... The way you talk is the way you think. And that gets ingrained. Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, actually... Are, uh, when you talk, those are the thoughts you voice out loud. It reminds and, me, and we were talking earlier about TikTok and how you have to say unalive instead of kill... And it kind of reminds me of the no memes allowed rule from HeroCraft, where we had to make our own memes that were funny. But, like, it's yeah. not funny, and they're not being replaced with funny things. Right? No, yeah. they aren't. And that's it is a big deal, because, it, like, I see it in college with uh, younger people where, like, hey, guy, you know, I'm, I do psychology classes. I do a lot of them because I'm a psychology major. And that we have to give, like, trigger warnings and shit in psychology classes about hard topics is insane to me because these children or young adults if you will if you want me to give them their full due they're young adults 18 19 and 20 ish mm -hmm. and they are going into a profession because a lot of them want to be psychologists where they're going to have to deal with people who have very deep-seated trauma in things like rape and sexual assault mm -hmm. death yeah they're not All they're not going to deal with but the, they need the a trigger warning who... to learn about it like, yeah. No, they, they don't. They need to get thicker skin is what they need. They, well, need, they yeah. need to address these things themselves. And a lot of people, there's a lot of problems with uh, therapy as of late, too, where we start to coddle mm -hmm. people. They're my paid friend. And as a friend, I need them to do things that friends would do. Dylan, mm -hmm. if I told you that, I don't know, I did something, I knocked a girl up. I don't need you to go like, man, okay. That it's gonna be okay. You need like if I told you that, I would I would be telling you that because you need to be helping me in some way come to terms with the fact that I'm going to be an accidental dad probably. Yeah, I I, I um, actually never really liked the idea of like unconditional. I don't want to say love. Love's the wrong word because there that has its place. The but infinite like, positivity. That yeah, all infinite, emotions that yeah. are not mm -hmm. positive are bad. Yes. It's like, uh, could you well, imagine yeah. like how? There's these Zoomers in your class that need these sugar warnings to learn about psychology to be psychology majors, not minors, majors. They're just setting themselves up to be a bad therapist that yeah. they're going to have a they lot are. of angry reviews on Yelp for sure. Because well, like, how can you even like begin to fathom someone else's trauma if you yourself can't get over your own? Well, how are you supposed to help them. someone if you can't help yourself? And a lot of them, uh, you know, Maybe there's going to be some woman that's going to leave the uh, podcast because of this. I doubt it if they've stuck around with us for this long. But this is going to be a harsh thing to say. A lot of them, their trauma isn't real trauma. They've pretended they've been. I wish I had that soundboard. You know, the cancel cannons pointed at you, Rick. <laughs> Let's I hear it. <laughs> well, I'm not saying that anybody who's experienced sexual assault or rape or those are real things. But a lot of people, because we have this big fucking broad term umbrella go unwanted touching is sexual assault if you're 14 teabagging in video games <laughs> or, no, oh, if God. you're 14 and your boyfriend Ugh. awkwardly grabs your boob because he thinks that's the right thing to do i hate to break it to you that's not sexual assault it's unwanted yes and it needs to be addressed yes but it shouldn't like if that is a traumatic experience that has broken you as a human being that's almost like a privilege like as a human uh, yeah <laughs> It is. Like, it, it's, that's it? That's your trauma? What a privilege you must have to not have anything worse than the accidental 14-year-old boob touch. Like, Right. Yeah. Or, he, you know, and, <laughs> like, that dude's trying to figure his shit out, too. Like, mm -hmm. that some of the things, 
Like, and imagine it like this too, Rick, before we move on from it. Yeah. Imagine that that goes because you say, oh, this dude touched my, my boobs without my permission. Without any other context, that's fucked up. It but, really you know, in the In the context of the situation, it was just a dude trying to push his boundaries in a relationship when that's kind of literally what the relationship's about. Now, obviously, there are lines that are, are crossed revokes any of that and is straight up just wrong and he deserves any backlash he gets but getting backlash because you brushed up against her or grabbed her by the hips when she didn't want you to or any anything down the road right it's like that's just insane man you're ruining that dude's life for like well no i'm reason. not even going with that because oftentimes it goes unreported for, you're, you're right because that's she fair, but... at a fundamental level she understood especially at the time that it was a boundary she needed to set mm -hmm. but you know she'll talk bring it up to her therapist and the therapist will be like full stop you were sexual assaulted it's like reminds me of that really. girl that justin trudeau brushed past in congress and she made a big deal about being touched no actually funny about that she <laughs> oh. didn't make a big deal he did it was the other way around <laughs> yeah yeah Justin. Trudeau. <laughs> no that's why he was called a little bitch it wasn't that he was defending himself against this woman who was trying to make a big no 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 he made a big deal out of it of, of his accident three fucking times man three back-to-back -back hearings mm -hmm. that had nothing to do with it he opened them with that wasting taxpayer dollars because mm -hmm. he's supposed to be there to talk about right. shit but instead he's he fucking apologizing to this lady who did not give a shit man mm -hmm. i think she got pissed at him because she didn't know what happened at first or something like that but like i don't think she made a big stink about it i don't think I, I mean i could be wrong someone's gonna be like wait no victim that, that's not how that happened at all i could be misremembering it happened like eight years ago now or something it is a long time ago now but from what i recollect he was being a little bitch about it not her but that's funny um and it reminds me of um so it only happened three times these hearings that he had that wasted taxpayer time and dollars but yeah. uh you know that's just a drop in the bucket compared to how many times not on the taxpayer dollar he wore blackface <laughs> oh fuck yeah our first black uh prime minister man. <laughs> Uh, yeah. You guys have Obama. <laughs> we got he's the whitest black man you know. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. No, he's... I don't know. And, but there is a serious problem, I think. And this is, you know... Some of this will go away with age. I'm sure that at 18, I was a bit of a little bitch, too. Um, oh, from, I 110% was. But that, that's something that if you're going to be an adult mm -hmm. and do adult things like have a career mm -hmm. you're just gonna have to put especially like like man dylan you work in an office space that involves people from all over the world mm -hmm. i'm willing to bet sometimes things have been said that if i don't know you'd heard that in college oh, yeah that classroom would have been stopped and that person would have been ejected oh yeah, yeah. I, I remember no. i i'm not gonna quote because i like that guy and i don't want him to get in trouble but you know uh i've heard some some shit <laughs> like I'll tell you next time you come over in person. It's hilarious. Yeah, uh, it, I, I actually <laughs> have a, a like a secondhand yeah. account of that too. Um, my mom used to work as an accountant before her treatment stuff that went down, and she, um, whenever like people would call from like the Middle East or somewhere over in that region, they wouldn't even want to talk to her. And she's like, "Well, I'm the one you got to talk to." <laughs> Tough luck, I guess. But yeah, they would be very sexist, like openly sexist, mm -hmm. like the kind of shit that like. If someone were to say on air right now, we would all like be like, 
the fuck did you just say? Like, we, if, would... if we had a guest, like, if we had a guest on and they were saying that sort of thing, we stop oh, recording. The, and be like, the recording, hey, man, you can't yeah. do that. Yeah, the recording would stop. We're like, all right, warning, no, continues. I would like to point out a little bit though episode. that you know, in my time as a corpo, right? Um, that those incidents are very few and far between, and a lot of people are actually really decent to each other. Like, we all oh, have sure. something to gain from each other. Yeah. And so, like, when you're, like, an asshole in the workplace, like, people avoid you or they they plot against you to, like, get you out and replace you with somebody that, like, jives with the culture. And, yeah, that culture may be not what mainstream media wants it to be. Maybe it's a little bit off-center, right? Um, but uh, a healthy workplace isn't one that, you know, is causing conflict over nothing, right? Um, and even though people from all over the world, men and women working together on a single goal, right? Like, uh, it's it's typically, in my experience, been very positive, right? Um, yeah. But we're well, all uh, adults yeah. that are mature and not talking about a bunch of bullshit <laughs> yeah, as and, well. And, and for the record, too, I want to state, like, just, just for, like, our own ass covering, obviously, anyone that's genuinely going through, like, real fucking bullshit, like, real sexual assault, or worse, for that matter, um, like genuinely is a problem obviously but i think there yeah, is still there, there, I mean, there there's just something that needs to be stated that i mean i guess a good example would be the johnny depp case uh to kind of like bring that one back up mm -hmm. a little bit it's oh, like cool. there is always going to be cases that are outside of what we consider the norm or the purview and a lot of the times, they're just going to be fucking false because it's really easy to lie. And I hate that that is a thing that I can say because you, you want to believe people when they tell you that they were hurt. But sometimes you just... Sometimes you, they lie. Sometimes you just you need the proof sometimes. What blows me away is there's so much proof that Amber Heard was guilty and the verdict was, was genuine and good. Yeah. And yet after the end of the trial... Like, there was this media blitz of articles about how she should have won, and all the people who are super interested in the trial and super happy that Johnny Depp won are sexist in some way. And I'm like, sure some were, yeah. but that, Certainly, that's, but a, they, that's they a weird them generalization all. to make. Well, they generalized them all. Yeah. It's also a tough thing, because, like, so there are some things, the isms and the is, as a yeah. There's only our, an on or off switch when it comes to that, when in reality, everybody's a little bit like, everybody probably holds a few sexist views, whether or not they realize the views are sexist. Everybody probably is, a, you know, well, I mean, the tribalism alone is proof that we're all a little bit favored. favored. Like, well, we all humans favor are biased our creatures, that look right? like that ourselves a little bit. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, no, like, there's tons of proof about that. And, like, even, and some of it's, you know, growing up safety like you know you see people that look like you that makes it a little bit more safe to go to this neighborhood instead of the neighborhood where all the people are eyeing you like you're a piece of meat well yeah i mean it is one of those moments where, like they would no one would ever, like i think in the modern landscape no one would ever really venture into explaining that because for mm -hmm. fear but yeah i mean there's well, a, lot there a lot of truth behind it. it um yeah and, and I, I think class or on mm -hmm. your podcast where you're not being sponsored yeah, by yeah, advertisers yeah. right but uh you like i couldn't say that on the regular internet well maybe uh -huh. i could say it in shitposter but i couldn't right. say it on reddit 
my Reddit account would be ban- banned. Yeah, immediately. Uh, yeah, it reminds me of a quote and that I'd like to quote, um, and then I think we should move on to another topic. Before, so before I say it, um, is there any other final thoughts on the subject? Don't be a little bitch. So <laughs> this reminds me of a quote from Moon, the admin of Shipposter Club. It's funny you just mentioned Shipposter Club. Uh, there's something <laughs> that he said that really stuck with me, and I really appreciate what he said. He said, everyone, and he meant everyone, has at least one, maybe two, really shitty opinions. But you don't have to go tell people about it. That's being pretty light. I, I yeah. do. Uh, we we yeah, all I mean, have I many have more than that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure I've got plenty more than that. And I'd but he is generalizing, and it feels yeah. warranted. Uh, and I think I mean, he's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody's got at least one or two. And I, I, yeah, I mean, I guess far off, and I agree with him. Mm-hmm. I guess there's something to be said about generalizations. Well, I think blanket statements most times are horrible, especially considering it. In a lot of ways, it mirrors racism, oh. uh, or like the idea of racism. Obviously, not sorry. Realize saying it like that's kind of weird, but um, but there, there's times where it's just a fucking truthful statement, like. Mm-hmm. Every single per- every single human being has an opinion. That's just a fucking factual statement. I'm generalizing, but it's true. I mean, I'm always that's low hanging fruit, but mm-hmm. just uh, for example's sake, right? So this long forty minute tangent was brought on by G Fuel and yep. Victim. <laughs> I felt like I should probably tell you about what I bought. So real quick, I, the reason why I wanted Dylan to tell me about this. It's because I've been drinking G Fuel a lot. You, I, if you watch the podcast visually, you I might should see get, me drink from So in cup. the VOD, uh, for, for the listeners, he's holding up one of those G Fuel cups. What do those do exactly? Yeah. There's a ball inside, right? It's it's, it's a shaker. No, uh, so I'm going to take the cover off. Fuck it. Um, there is like a weird thing here. like a like a, It sits in the top part of the cup. Mm-hmm. And is that where your powder goes? To, basically, yeah. And you shake the water through it, and it shakes it. I guess I, I'm not. I'm not going to pretend to understand what or why. Yeah. But anyways, um, you're a cheap fuel connoisseur. Yeah, I, 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 it's cheaper than buying regular energy drinks. I think it actually tastes a little better in, in some cases. Not always. There's some, there's some energy drinks that I think still beat it in that regard. But, but you know, it being a little bit cheaper, and I can just fucking order it to my house. Which in Canada, you can't do that with energy drinks. I can't go buy a case of Monster. I'm not allowed. Or I had, pay, I had to pay a hundred. Don't. Yeah, it cost me a hundred dollars plus in shipping because they just Damn. don't ship to Canada. It's it's stupid. Twenty four cans cost me like close to a hundred and sixty dollars. I think that's insane. So G Fuel, the fact that they they ship here, great, awesome. Uh-huh. But they just had a really shitty moment where they fucking. I, we don't know what he said. The CEO said you know a bad word. And as far as we're aware, or I thought it was about NFTs, opinion. like their fall from grace. No, what else that, happened? That helped. Oh. But then he decided the the CEO dude decided to say something weird. And no, and this is the, this is the kicker. The, the what what pissed me off is no one was trying to cancel, no one was trying to drag his name or do anything weird. They just went to HR and said, "Hey, we'd like it if he stopped saying this in the workplace." And that was it. They left it at that. I think that's pretty reasonable way of going about it. I don't know what the fuck he said. Mm-hmm. We don't know. Everyone speculates, oh, it must have been the Amer word. It could have been fucking anything. Who the fuck knows? But he decides to respond by firing them all. Oh, shit. And dropping, like, a ton of their sponsors. Or not the sponsors, sorry, their, uh, their... 
The people that they sponsor, there's a word for that, and I can't think of it offhand right now. They're sponsorees. Mm. Yeah, partners? so that's fucking cool. That's a... They're partners. They're partners yeah. for real. Um, but, wow. No, no, yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe he decided that uh, he wasn't going to cover their... Uh, Homie, don't play operation. that. Is, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was... But, but uh, that's such a scummy thing, man. And apparently, they, they found out by showing up to the office, and they were effective immediately fired for going to HR. Like their badges stop working on the door, and it's like holy shit. Oh well, that's what one of those fuck? things. Like, where is uh, G Fuel located? Because if it's in the U.S., California, I think. Oh man, they're gonna—he's gonna get raked over the coals for. Well, G Fuel is gonna get raked over the coals. He'll be fine. Yeah, just like Bobby. Yeah, Kotick, so it, right. So it's like I, I don't normally boycott yeah. things, but that well, that seemed a bit egregious to me. You don't so feel like, good no, about I, it. Is what that 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 actually puts a bit like like you're actually firing you're like putting people's livelihoods at stake because they express discontent with you like you're being worse than they are like yeah. if you wanted to argue they're being woke snowflakes or whatever the fucking terminology you want to use you just proved you're worse than them yeah, no oh. god damn it I mean I I at the end of the day firing them for no reason is fucking stupid I don't give a shit what the reason is that's so yeah, I, I was sipping a, on on this thing that, but, before yeah. the show started. Anyways, yeah, and tell us more about this thing. So, Advanced.gg is a competitor to G Fuel, and I think some of the partners that G Fuel dropped got scooped up by Advanced GG because they're yeah. kind of like the number two, right? They, they they jumped right in and were like, "Hey, yeah. we're not going to fire our our our, our company employees we don't give a, yeah. randomly. <laughs> we don't say bad things here." And so. <laughs> You know, you know, Victim plays a lot of Genshin Impact. I used to play Genshin Impact. One day I will return. My account still is there. Um, and obviously the, the, the top number one Genshin YouTuber and streamer is Tectone, right? So he's sponsored by Focus. And I, I follow him with the brand account. And I saw that he was doing a promotion. And I was like, I've been wanting to get into powdered drinks. And Victim keeps warning me about G Fuel, but it's all he drinks. So I was like, I'm going to just, you know, break ground. I'm going to try Focus. Uh, which is Advanced GD's energy brand. And uh, Tectone has a flavor. I have it right here in my hand. So I'm going to hold it up to the camera for the VOD streamers or, and the live viewers. But uh, it's got, you know, Tectone's pretty cartoon face. It's actually kind of a tiny little... It fits in my hand pretty good. Um, and it's got, like, his little, like, egg little twitch emote. And then... How many oh. servings is in that? Um, so... A serving for this... It, it's, it should be one scoop. It's like it's one scoop per eight ounces. That sounds right. How many does it say is in the container? I'm looking. Should be at the very top of the nutrition facts, just Service right under per container. Forty. Uh, it, okay. It's forty okay. slash twenty That's... because they give two different sizes of serving. So it every eight ounces is one scoop. So if you have like a sixteen ounce drink, you need two scoops. So it's oh, twenty I of those see. or forty of the small ones. I. I drink in okay. these pounder glasses that are eight ounces with ice. So that, that that's the same as the hydration formula from G Fuel. Mm -hmm. So uh, I wonder if their energy formula is forty servings. Well, this is energy. Like that's focus. There's energy and focus. They're different. They have two different. They have two different brands. I mean, they're both energy drinks. It's just right. they're two different kinds. Oh, just one is like egregiously energetic, and the other one is a little bit of a hybrid. One of them's a bit more like. Uh, What's the word for it? Like, not it's not vitamin B, but like you know what I mean when I say like it's it's based on that side of the energy drink, mm -hmm. the taurine, vitamin B. And then I was looking and at one the supplement facts, more which, on like the caffeine. 
I'm holding this up. I'm going to fax up to the camera, but it's too blurry to actually tell. Yeah, there's a lot of yeah. shit in this thing. A lot of vitamin B. And I think there's some taurine in it as well. Yep. Don't look at me drinking my... Uh, yeah, fo focus is more of like a... like a. <laughs> it's just supposed to be like a different kind of energy drink, basically. I, I hear that both work exceptionally well. Yeah, so um, I'm still And the hydration formula is the same thing. Yeah. Even though they call it hydration well, formula. But it's, now, it's Vic, less of a sports drink. Now, Vic, you can throw out your crappy G Fuel that disrespects women. <laughs> or yeah. whatever they Go did. join the... Uh, I mean, since we don't know, we can just say whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> I mean, mm -hmm. G Fuel supported the slaughter of the Jews in Na World War II. Or maybe Boom. they just were really mad about the NFT thing. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he's a crypto bro. Oh, maybe he, I know he is. He, he is a crypto bro. Maybe so. he was on the Minecraft server. Uh -oh. Maybe he was uh, quoting Andrew Tate in the All Hands meetings at G Fuel. Oh, fuck. Maybe, maybe they were mad about that. Uh, I don't know. I'm making shit That's up. a roundabout way of calling him a pedophile. <laughs> Man. That dude said some funky shit. Didn't uh, he get arrested? I don't. Or is that a joke? I think that was a joke. Um, okay, they, I saw I saw a clip that looked pretty real, but I I was tired and I don't, I couldn't tell. Andrew, Andrew Long. Tate being arrested, or Andrew Long, Ryan Long made an excellent <laughs> video uh, today. He uploaded it about a uh, normal guy talking to his girlfriend like Andrew Tate. Oh fuck. <laughs> Oh, oh no. yeah, he got fucking fuck. kicked out. Like <laughs> his character got kicked out. It's a out. minute. It's a minute long video of him. Just he just says one thing. I'm surprised he got that far. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> like that is not how you talk to people. <laughs> no, it's just like, but I love the way that I don't know. Ryan Ryan Long makes me happy because he makes a lot of comedy videos. Like just like the state of the world, but mm -hmm. it's funny because he frames it as comedy. Yeah. Even though he's describing like relatable things it's great yeah. right like so, a few years ago he made the uh, woke first racism thing i love that that was the where one they I, were, that was the one the, i where, found yeah yeah where just a lot of the talking points are literally the same thing just framed differently but mm -hmm. it's like we want to separate out uh you know we want to separate been saying out this for the years. We, yeah <laughs> oh <laughs> like uh what, what was it the Fuck. the closing joke is my favorite you know so I can get behind, uh, you know, hating certain white people, the specifically ones that wear little funny white hats. Oh no, we don't think Jews are uh, white. People. Neither do I. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Such a good line. Oh my god. So great. Yeah. It's funny. Iron was... So in in the chat, Irony points out was was the CEO uh -oh. guy in for filling in the wall? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh. I mean. Might as well have been. So for context yeah. for the listeners listening back in 2030, so there was this whole like border wall thing that, that got the, the, that Trump guy in a lot of trouble. And then yeah. they elected a different guy, and uh, he's continuing the wall, even though that sounds like something he was going to do the opposite of. And uh, he's, he's acting like it's totally fine, and his well, shills no, are none the wiser. Well, they're not talking <laughs> about it, so therefore... It's not happening. Yeah. But it oh, is happening, and they're just not talking about it. That are happening. Real, real quick, before we go oh, no. too, too far, right. we did glance over the advanced thing. Is it good? Oh, yeah, actually. I, I enjoy it a lot. Oh. Um, uh, I've had probably like 10 cups so far, um, okay. I think. And um, I start my morning uh, with it. It's pretty good. Is um, it, is it, we is it equivalent to like a monster? Um, I feel energized like an energy drink would normally do for me. But it is not as delicious as a monster, okay. I will say. Man. Man, Dylan, if we were younger, we would do this as uh, 
it's a, like a uh, Vegas bomb. We put put vodka in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, but uh, and then I afterwards, we'll shotgun a monster. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I can't do uppers and downers at the same time anymore. It fucks me up bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I can do it within reason, but it it, it, it can only be a little bit of each, or else mm-hmm. yeah, it kind of gets to me too. All right, so for a totally unearned segue, I did also want to talk about another shitty company. Is it Activision? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Activision. <laughs> Ooh, Activision Blizzard. Yeah. Yeah. So, recently, um, there's been uh, some some uh, discontent from the community. I'm sure they're still buying things. Uh, but nonetheless, they won't go I'm ahead. angry. Here's, yeah. Swiping, the, Swiping credit the credit card. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to rage buy everything on your store. Exactly. So there's somebody who posted that that'll show them new uh, dog skin, which is oh. in its own way uh, that call that Activision quite literally just stole his own mm-hmm. uh, work for. And who and knows? This is for Modern Warfare, were... right? Like Warzone. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Vanguard. Ah. Vanguard, so yeah, yeah. Vanguard's the current one, but it's Warzone. And it's an anthropomorphic dog skin. Like it's not a guy in a fursuit. It looks like uh, it looks like the polar bear race from Guild Wars 2 almost. It feels natural. I mean, yeah, it, it's it, well done. It is weird. It's still weird in yeah. the realm of Call of Duty. It's uh, pretty weird off-brand for them. But yeah, I I haven't seen a whole lot about it other than this, uh, you know, the alleged because it is alleged still. Nobody mm-hmm. can. You I've know, seen the side by side though, and it looks really damning. Yeah, it is basically the same thing. So, and who knows? Potentially, this guy did this thing, like piece of art, and the other Activision was also already working on the art. So I have to, I have to caveat this with saying that it is fully possible they didn't steal the art. It just ended up being very similar, kind mm-hmm. of like uh, two different people inventing a telephone at the same time, and Alexander Graham Bell just getting there first. Mm-hmm. But it. It, it's definitely happened in history too. Yeah, where yeah. that sort of thing has happened. And so, Two different guys invent a water-powered car, and they both died by an unfortunate suicide. Two bullets to the back of the head. That's yeah. tragedy. Exactly. Yeah, tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> happens. Kurt Cobain killed himself. Uh huh. Oh yeah. Uh huh. He gave himself. He took a little bit of, too much off the top. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> Courtney just held the shotgun for him. Uh huh. Yeah. Sorry, it's been a while since I made that joke. It just tickled me. Yeah, the allegation right now is that this other player uh, says that Activision Blizzard has uh, plagiarized his artwork, and I don't know if it's gone anywhere. Um, This has been in this sort of thing has been in before. There was a character back in the beginning of time. uh, Her name's Mara. Her likeness is based off of a real-life person. Mm-hmm. That said, that real-life person got paid for her modeling art, that makes artwork, and it just kind yes. of worked its way to them. They mm-hmm. did base it on her, but they did get through it. You know, it Money had changed hands enough times that the art legally ended up in their hands, so to speak. Mm-hmm. It just didn't seem like it because, yeah. However, this is somebody else's work that I don't think they paid to go anywhere at the time being um and who knows maybe like i said it could have ended up that way or it could have been like the dude let me copy your answers off your test it's like just change some of the words so they don't think that we did it you know it's just the same thing (laughs) 
but you know they added yeah. some extra you know uh I don't know. They added a few bits and bobbles on it to make it look mm-hmm. a little different, but it, it really does look the same. You know what else is funny? So uh, there was another story in the news uh, that I, I posted in the channel today, actually. Uh, so Teddy Fresh, which is a clothing company owned by uh, Ethan and Hila Klein from the okay. H2H3 podcast, uh, somebody started a Twitter thread where they alleged that some of their designs for their clothing line were also ripped off from other articles of clothing. They did not have the right. Which, which is funny for for some context. They've actually gone after other companies for this very same accusation, or with right. this very same accusation. They're they're very sue happy because the their whole like like a big part of their lore is they they fought the law and won right, and for yeah. for the good of all of YouTube, right? That was a, a genuinely which, good which thing true. that they did. Um, yeah. but, but if this is true, those designs are fucking stolen. Like that's so disappointing. <laughs> I'm actually curious if it's true too, because this feels like something that came at a weird time. Mm-hmm. Like the timing is really weird. But I mean, that doesn't mean, it doesn't mean it's false, I guess. But it, it yeah, it, it, me, it was just it screenshots. Me, uh, they could be faked or doctored. Like he didn't actually like back up with links, or if he did, I didn't see it. So like, well, it could be false. Uh, but that's also a lot harder thing to do. Right. Like for clothing is like unless it's a very specific style of thing. Like I know H three H three, they're some of the clothing that had been stolen from them. It was very specific things. Like their, I think it was like that four panel shirt or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. That was one of them, I think. Yeah, it I was like so. the exact same colors and everything minus their logo. Um, so it was very much, but like that, like. Clothing is a very hard one, I think, because how do you patent like a clothing design? Like, mm-hmm. if like no, like uh, nobody's gonna be mad. Well, I mean, somebody might, but it, like you can't just be like, ah, all T-shirts with you know stars on them now belong to uh, Nintendo because Mario Star is the original star or whatever, or, or the Jews because <laughs> the Star of David. I don't fucking know, um, but. The point being here is that you can't just be like, oh, this one design is my design, period, done the end. Like, it's a lot more difficult, especially with clothing. Mm-hmm. Um, now, don't get me wrong. Like, there is still IP. And, like, if you have a very unique piece of clothing and somebody more than borrows the design, well, there's some grounds for that. It's kind of a shitty thing to do, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I don't. I don't know how well that's going to go. And part of what I really hate about these sorts of things is oftentimes they get quietly settled out of court for you know where the company pays lots and lots of money and makes the other person sign an NDA to never talk about the truth, mm-hmm. which is a really weird stipulation. Uh, like when you look at it from a legal stance, to be like, oh yeah, I'll pay you money. To keep, I'll pay literally pay you hush money. Mm-hmm. But because lawyers are involved, it's legal. So legal you guys want to hear something money. really funny? What? I, I I went to look at the the thread. This guy's account is temporarily restricted, which you can still look at it. It just means he can't use his account for a bit. He got banned. If you try to click on the thread, it won't show the thread. It only shows the top post that you clicked on. Dude, he had multiple posts. <laughs> With multiple examples of... You can only see the... Uh, the I think it's the last two posts and the first post. Wow. 
I will say, I, I, I while I can't see the rest of the thread to, to, to stipulate, I fucking hate when people do this. Where they're like, look at this. Here's an example of, of plagiarism or blah, blah, blah. Because I actually had to deal with this in, in the Dark Souls community a while back. And I could talk about that if you just want. But, like, they're posting side-by-sides of things that are relatively, like, common things. So, like, this is a, a defaced Elon Musk with horns and tail. Like, as if that's, you know, not a common thing. We used to do that in our fucking history books when we got bored. Yep. It's like, mm-hmm. that's that's not... That's a... Like, even if that is inspired by in some capacity it's like that's not you, you don't own every fucking history book that some teenagers fucking written in it's like that, that's not that's not even that big a deal mm-hmm. the the next one was the the ebay shirt um and sure it's a teddy bear in the desert with a lasso but like the, the designs look really yeah. different they don't really look the same and i and i say this for the for the record i'm, I'm not a big h3h3 fan i I used to watch some of his comedy skits back in the day, but like, I never cared about them really. So or the even ones that are probably the podcasting, the ones that are probably deleted that I saw earlier. It was like um, one of them was like, I think it was like a dinosaur in front of a mountain, and it yeah. was like one for one. Um, okay, and, and and that's what I'm getting at is I was like, he posts these examples, but these are weak as fuck. Like it doesn't Sounds matter. Like the good if, examples like, got deleted somehow. It, it, mm. Yeah, it, it's it's one of those ones where like. Why include bad examples though? Just to make your thread look longer? It's like, man, if you only got one solid example, mm-hmm. that's still good. Why post the shitty bad ones? All you do is hurt your fucking argument at that point. Oh no, maybe uh... I'm not saying what he, that he's lying or he's even false. I'm just saying that that does not help him. That only hurts. <laughs> maybe H3H3 or a company that H3H3 has tangentially hired is uh, doing copyright claims. You know, like when you mm-hmm. when uh, YouTubers like uh, Upper Echelon say things that people don't want them to say, they're like copyright claim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's very very copyright claim happy. Good thing we're a podcast and not a YouTube channel, right? How oh, are they gonna fucking do to us? Copyright claim us? I mean, oh, so they could try on Odyssey our uh, video on demand, but like the audio is still forever in your RSS feed. So suck it. <laughs> Oh. Sorry, <laughs> don't mean to unalive the humor. Inhale my Richard. <laughs> okay, so something, something, something to... We can't yeah, say these right. words on YouTube. <laughs> so something to keep in mind about this guy, too, just doing a quick little, little look at his stuff. This is like a brand new account that he made to link back to everything. And apparently he's already a controversial figure. Really? Yeah, um... Apparently, did I post fake news? Well, no, no, no. I'm Hashtag not saying that he, he, he could be entirely true, but he that may not have been why he got silenced, is what I was getting at. Mm. There may have been another, another reason behind that. Well, yeah, but he, he is otherwise just some like small dude on the internet. Like, he I hesitate to say nobody, but like, in, in like the genuine sense of the word, he is quite literally nobody on the internet. I mean, that's fair. Most of us are nobodies on the internet. Yeah, I mean, exactly. He, he's, pull, he's actually pulling similar views to what our podcast does. I was going to say, we're technically nobodies on the yeah, internet. Exactly. Just a handful of people listen to us, and we appreciate every one of you. Especially you, listener. But, um, yeah, I, I'm just doing this dig now because I, I didn't look at the post early. My bad. But, like, I wanted I wanted to see, and uh, this is the best I can do. It looks like he just does podcasts. Oh, oh podcasts. Hmm. We know a thing or two about that. 
or, or streams or something. I'm actually not entirely certain what he does. But like like this headline here says, uh, Flamenco finale, which was 11 days ago. Keemstar lets me beat. I don't know who that is. Ela Klein, evil confirmed, and it's got a bunch of like clickbaity so- shit. Sounds in, like this guy's like, on the the Python. Keemstar side of the H two H two Keemstar beef. Yeah, and, and I don't really give a shit about that, honestly. Yeah, I mean, it, it's like I don't know. I, I mean, I, I think that realistically, none of us really have stock in whether it's fake or not. But like, I don't know. I saw it's that. Funny that to see. My immediate thought was, I fucking hate when people do this. Where like, if you got good examples, post them. If you got bad examples, don't. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, I mentioned earlier with Dark Souls. Um, so the the big lore dude, if if anyone's familiar, uh, Vadi Vidya. He mm. got called out by a dude who posted a bunch of like side by sides. It was like a forty minute video of him like pointing out all this like shit, and he's like, "Vaddy stole my my lore theory about the game, and he stole all my footage and all this other shit." I'm like, "Dude, you guys are literally reporting on the same story that front to back is explained in the game. Of course, you guys are gonna have similar footage. Of course, you're gonna be talking about the same thing. You're talking about the same fucking game, and." I remember I, I said this because I was like, I, like I, I, it, it pissed me off. I'm like, like if anyone who applies logic to the situation is going to realize that, that what you're saying is fucking bullshit. Uh, and for the for the record, I did have stock in this. I, I, I am a fan of Vaddy Video to this day. So yes, maybe there's some bias to me there. But I remember it was really funny because Vaddy didn't say anything. He just he, he just liked my post. And I was like, oh hey, that's cool. Um, yeah, and for the record, I mean, I still watch the guy's videos, and he he, he credits everyone as far as I'm aware. He he pays he, he paid a bunch of artists because he was doing contests where like the top one would win, but he would get a bunch of free art to put in a video, and you'd think, okay, that's kind of that's a bit. Some people find that kind of sketchy, but he decided to go back, made an entire art book where he took like the top thousand and paid them all a wage to have their art put in a book that he went on to sell, but you know what I mean? It's just like, they, they ended up getting their due, even mm-hmm. if it took them a little bit. Which, I think that's that's pretty honorable of the guy. I, I would like to believe that he didn't. And, and it's, it's one of those ones where, like, this guy posted his shitty examples. If it were true, he didn't do himself any... He, he did himself a disservice by posting the shit examples. So. Well, but yeah, anyway. sounds like he's not much of a man of culture. No, he isn't. Mm-hmm. So, I was going to go into some detail about uh, Renegade X, but I think this is probably a good stopping point for the episode. Also, the other reason I want to hold off on talking about Renegade X is because a big update's coming. It was supposed to come, like, uh, a couple days ago. It's late. Um, or something. So, maybe in two weeks' time, I'll have a pretty significant update about uh, where that's at, because there's drama. Uh, in their their developer cycle or circle, and uh, I thought it was really interesting, but uh, I'll save it for next time. Um, but I think we should go on with the outro. So, once again, you've been listening to the Melomancy Podcast, newpodcastapps.com to uh, get yourself a real app that uh, will actually reward us uh, if you are so inclined, and you can send us boosts and stuff. Victim, what's your streaming schedule looking like? Yes. Excellent. You can catch that at twitch.tv slash a victim of gaming. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, it, it's, it's slowly getting back there. I, I, 
I mentioned it a couple times, but I guess just for the sake of, of saying it again, I uh, had health issues that that sprung up and kind of made it so that even after I had re- recovered from them, I was still very tired. Sleep schedule was very fucked. Um, and I also had like some burnout going on. Honestly, I with the 24 hour stream. And then prior to that, I had played a couple of games that I went like back to back 12 hour streams consistently. And I think it had done its toll and I just ignored it for way too fucking long. So I'm now just mm-hmm. streaming based on whenever the fuck I feel like it. And I will eventually get back to a schedule. Um, but for now, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, the next game I'm streaming, the next stream will definitely be Cyberpunk, though. So. Looking forward to that. Good, good, because you need to finish that. You're not far off from the, well, you're far off in the way that you play video games, but you're not far off in the way the rest of us play video games. In the games. way Dream plays video games. Yeah, you probably <laughs> only got like five hours left of normal content, but Vic content, it's probably close to 50. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know how I'm like that, man. I, I managed to squeeze an extra 120 hours out of percent of five into well, this day. People it, are like, how? A lot of it's because you voice the characters. That's a big part of so it, So that yeah. takes you a little bit longer to do it, even though... That's all the more reason. Now, hear me out. After you beat Cyberpunk, I fully endorse playing Near Replicant. Because it's the break that you need. Every single character, every single NPC, every single piece of throwaway dialogue is voiced. It wasn't in the original... But it is in the new one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I really should. It's fresh. It's topical. People are looking. There's eyes mm-hmm. lurking. There's only one um, part no, that you I have to voice. I could probably even advertise in the fucking modern yeah. Discord. I'm sure they wouldn't mind. There's only one part that you would have to voice, but it's like not voiced as an artistic choice. You'll see when you get there. <laughs> You'll know when it happens. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, that game is fully voiced, and uh, I think that would be a nice leisurely break for your your uh, approach to stream and voice acting. Like a vacation. And you get to play a yeah, great I, game that directly ties into Nier Automata with the new ending. Yeah, I tried to do it uh, today, actually. we There was a... The event has, like, a couple quest chains that are unvoiced, and I was like, fuck it, let's do this. And uh, it felt weird. I hadn't done it in so long. It kind of hurt even, so... I'll ease back into it. It'll happen. Mm-hmm. And then, Rick, they can find you moderating the Discord. The the very quiet yes, and I, peaceful. Not yeah, to be confused with a Reddit moderator. He's uh-huh. a Discord moderator. Yes. That's not tell better. You, no, tell all the single ladies that I moderate a Discord. Uh-huh. But uh, don't tell your children. Oh, no. Please mm. don't tell them. They're not allowed in anyways. But I'll have you know that um, I am watching carefully and intently at the development of the new TeamSpeak server. And as soon as it's publicly available, I will be installing it. I'm not ditching Discord, but I will be setting up a server in parallel. Rick is happy to be a uh, welcome to be a moderator there. And <laughs> oh. uh, one day, hey, hey, there's no negative context to that yet. So, one, yeah. Well, I say that because one day those furries over at Discord HQ are going to catch on that we talk shit about them all the time, and they're going to ban us. And once that happens, we lose the server because I'm not the owner. Yeah, that's true. Z is the owner, and Z is missing in action. Z and I filed a ticket saying, hey, Z transfer ownership back. to me. This person hasn't logged into their account in the way longer than the required time. We have more than 100 members, and whatever the other requirement was. Oh, yeah, admin permission. I had administrator permission. I met all the requirements. They still wouldn't do it. Did they even respond? Yes, they said they won't do it. Oh, okay. And I was like, why? I meet all the requirements. They didn't respond to that. Oh, okay. They didn't respond to the important stuff. <laughs> so fuck there. discord we're just kind of hanging out until it dies so yep. 
Uh, I am deeply invested in finding its replacement, and I think TeamSpeak's going to be it. Um, I'll happily host it, and we'll run with scissors. Um, and maybe the, once it's up, like, yeah, if Discord's still alive, sure, we're going to keep using it, right? Just because that's where the people are. But, like, a community events, though, like, maybe we can have those on there. Like, I don't know. I mean, the honestly, the new TeamSpeak servers might uh, have better voice quality. Cause oh, yeah, than Jitsi. The we can record the show there. One of the things that, uh, you know, a lot of people overlook with Discord is the opposite of feature creep with yeah. this one, where they, it's like... They put features behind paywall. Yeah. Like, and that paywall, uh, I mean, it's only increased once, but they, they it's, I mean, if they're willing to do it once, they're probably willing to do it twice. Well, they're also, you know, something that one of our community members pointed out is, like, with his own personal Discord, it's telling him to be like, hey, you know what you should do? You should monetize this Discord. Yeah. And that's because that's- uh, Patreon people, uh, people of Patreon, right? Uh, they'll often sell access to a private Discord as a perk. And yep. Discord wants to basically cut that middleman out and get in on that action um, and give you all the tools to do that because they want to cut. Uh, <laughs> and uh, they're going to try to find a way to make it right. And then um, also they, they have other features like audio quality is uh, gated behind boosting servers, which requires more than one subscribed user to say, yeah, that server, right? Or, or if you pay their $10 version you get two that you could dump if you wanted it's still but bullshit. nonetheless yeah it's still it's still bullshit yeah it's just like you need 30 of them to last. have a picture you need 30 of them to have a custom url like yeah, uh, that's i don't understand stupid. why they do that. well i do i understand discord was only worth so much money to begin with and well, these things cost money to host these have long-term no, no and i'm not saying it shouldn't cost money maybe i mean maybe audio quality that's a bit of a weird one but like all the other shit that's cosmetic I, I, no problem with that it just it should be something that like dylan decides he wants to put the money towards you want to tell dylan that it's like i don't know if they're like yo it's like 120 bucks a year this okay, is like recycling though okay. mm-hmm. this is the same thing as putting like recycling on the consumer when it's not like the amount of trash I make versus the amount of trash, or the amount of trash a thousand of me makes, versus the amount of trash like even a small business makes, wild like wildly inconsistent. Mm-hmm. And yeah. one of the you know, there are lots of waste products in that case that uh, you know you would think could be recycled but can't, like uh, f- like the plastic wrap you put on your fucking food, like that's not recyclable. They say it is, but it's not. It's well, recyclable yeah. if I reuse it. And then environmentalists then will shame you, the consumer, yeah, for not having <laughs> yeah. an electric car, for not eating the bugs, right? <laughs> and uh, yeah. it's now it's your fault, even though, like... I need to look into that. There's apparently a cricket plant being made in Ontario right now. That's disgusting. That, that scares look, the shit if I me. don't know my burger is crickets and it doesn't taste like crickets, I'm not going to complain. Same. So Honestly, tell I won't. Me it's crickets and it doesn't... Or it, it tastes like not beef, then I will ri- raise. A but problem. but the prospect still scares me. That's the issue. Is that if mm. if it happens, there's always the chance that someone will tell me that it has happened. Right. That's the risk I don't wish to happen. So on that note, uh, thanks for tuning in to Melomancy Podcast. More on cricket meat uh, next time. Uh, bye everybody. Bye.